is Will Tinkin. Thanks for listening to the Bitter Comics Comics Podcast. And here's your host, JT Foreman. Good job, dude. Can I have a high five? Yes. Good job. That's really nice. Hello, and welcome to episode 116 of the Bitter Comics Podcast. I am JT Foreman, and I am here with some very good friends. Uh, to my left, I have Eric Chatham, Trevor Chatham, right? Eric Trevor Chatham. He's a descendant of George Washington Carver, who was di- who was disowned by the family for inventing the peanut allergy. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why you would do that to to your ancestors' legacy, but there you go. Uh, also, we have uh, Jeremiah Nation. How you doing, Jeremiah? Hey, what's going on? He was a runner-up to play the Batcave in Bat- Batman versus Superman, <laughs> but unfortunately, an actual cave got the role. I, I, you were you were robbed. Well, I was the runner-up because I had once had Bruce Wayne inside me. Ah, uh, I see. Well, it wasn't Bruce Wayne. It was a Comic Con gentleman who was dressed as Bruce. Wayne. Well, he was wearing a suit at Comic Con. You know, you you had someone with a Batman suit on in your ass. <laughs> was, That's well, the there important. There was a guy thing. with a suit on with dark hair at Comic Con, and I oh, called okay. him Bruce Wayne, and I let him inside me. So. Oh well, there you go. And, and also, uh, Jeffrey Wallace, the founder of the Scottish Independence Party. You know, you guys almost won independence for Scotland in that last election. But you kicked ass in the, in the uh, parliamentary elections. You're so. saying a bunch of words I have no comprehension of. That's really <laughs> Your odd. last name is Wallace, so I, yeah. I just assumed that you were trying to take over Scotland. It, it's odd that I know what comprehension is, but uh, parlam- parliament? What? <laughs> I have no idea what that it's, is. It's something about funk music, I'm pretty it's, sure. Oh, it's been... parliament and the dirty funk punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you I'm go. It's Great work. Britain's attempt to be democratic and cling to the crown at the same time. Oh, yes, exactly. Okay. Well, this, this yeah, with is... those glasses on, I really believe you a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I'm very smart. I'm wearing glasses. Yeah, yes. You look fucking amazing. Well, th- this is episode 116. And so we begin once again with our opening segment. JT was a real prick last week, in which I apologize for the cruel, offensive, and probably racist things I said last episode. <laughs> now, you're actually pretty passionately racist. Flavor that you give for Why every, we every single you episode. You just assume that you were already racist and offensive in the last episode. You absolutely you probably don't even remember. No, what no you I said. write down the offensive things that I do, <laughs> no, that's your and intro. then I apologize to them in the next episode specifically. So you guys have never listened to an episode of my podcast. No, is what have, you're telling me I to I because I do this tonight. at the beginning of every okay. single episode the only actually the only to be honest the only podcast i listened to was about 15 minutes of daddy Minch talking about how he wanted to fuck my hot wife and then, everyone wants to fuck your hot yeah. wife i don't know what you're talking about Gabriel everyone Francisco, everyone, everyone Eric doesn't uh, she's not that hot everyone she's not that attractive wants, well look you, okay <laughs> we're from fresno so right. you know based on what issue. we use it's a scale you're great on, on a curve exactly right uh, well then there was gabriel francisco talking about 15 minutes uh, about my penis you guys are just not going to so, let me finish the no, intro, go ahead, are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is almost as bad as the time I had Danny Minch on the show because he wouldn't <laughs> let me get anything in either. I, I had breaks in the show back then, and I would try to come back from the break. And he, would, dude, the drop is thirty seconds. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, Danny Minch's concept Danny. of time is skewed. Exactly. Uh, where was I? Um, apologies. Yes. Uh, if you feel uh, the uh, this is episode one sixteen. So for my insensitivity in episode 115, I would like to apologize to black people, charities, Blake Hayden, and paranoia. If you feel I owe any additional apologies or to make any comment, send us an email to bittercomics at hotmail.com. And in the subject line, please put, if you think musicians and comedians are a pain in the ass, try dealing with actors. <laughs> 
So did you offend paranoia itself? I offended paranoia itself. Not yeah. Paranoia. You know the paranoia the last episode hot. I did the the last episode I did was actually well over a month ago. So I do not remember right. specifically <laughs> what it was I did, but uh, to to hurt paranoia's feelings and, and be so offensive toward paranoia. But that's what I wrote down on this piece of paper. So so I must have done something. And you know, I same for Blake Hayden, same for charities, and as far as black people, I apologize to them first in every episode. <laughs> See, here's the thing: I'm well, white. You, you apologize right? to Blake Hayden. We all know episode? you're white, and because I'm white, I have either offended black people by being white, or I have not said anything about them in which I owe them an apology for the neglect for not including exactly. So, so you either uh, neglect blacks or you don't acknowledge them. Well, I think those would be the two the same, same things. Thing, I either yeah. offend blacks or I simply don't acknowledge them. What, so what either way, <laughs> either way, I have to apologize to black people. He'd be so, the slave owner that would just let him starve to death and yeah, forget. Pr- pretty much. Uh, by the way, you're, you feed your slaves. I, I need What's you. What's wrong with you? Every time you. I'm offensive to black people, it's your job. Since you're the black guy in the room, it's your job to, Do to, I to really tell me. Sound like the black guy in the room. Like, uh, you so look like the black guy in the room. Well, that's, well, yeah. that's although grand. you uh, are the black guy in the room. He sounds. So. Black. It's like we got Samuel L. on the mic I sound right as, now. about as yeah. black as Gilbert Gottfried sounds Asian. Oh, wow. That's, you sound about as black he as sounds Gilbert pretty Asian. sounds Jewish. No, you know, Which I, is entirely. You sound as black as Gilbert Gottfried sounds like a human. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> right. yeah. Actually, it's, it's a good point. I haven't heard you talking about fucking bitches yet. So. <laughs> also, he has no You know what I want to do right now? That's true. Neither, I kind of want to fuck bitches. Yeah, everyone wants to fuck. Everyone Make wants money. To fuck bitches. Fuck really. bitches. That's what there you go. Say. Boom. Uh, so, spell correctly. <laughs> once. No, that's not going to happen. Wait, what'd you no, do no, to Blake Hayden, though? Every, I have to pluralize everything with a Z. See, I already have to apologize to black people in the next episode now. So what my question is then, <laughs> if, you acknowledge, um, if you acknowledge that you've been racist to black people, have you created some kind of like apologetic paradox for yourself? Well, no, see, I, I am, I am still a white person and I probably owe some black people an apology for that. <laughs> oh, wait, so you apologize to black people every episode, every episode. Yes. That's good. Wow, I that, that's that is, you literally have never listened to this podcast. Yeah. See, the, yeah, you guys, you guys have never listened. To well, this. I've never seen a link on anything. I have no I, idea. I have actually going posted on. one on our hilarious page. Missed it. <laughs> I actually said like JT. That's Form because you just don't podcast. read your own. <laughs> you should, I don't read. know how to well, read. <laughs> you know, I, actually, you know, uh, this is episode one sixteen. I think the episode that had the most listeners. It was like fifty. Five or fifty six okay. downloads. Damn baller! And uh, that was the one that um, uh, Matthew Melanche and Andrew Boydston were on. You definitely did not oh, pronounce cool. that name correctly, Melanche. I don't you think care. that's a real. That's person how it's name. spelled. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> that's how it. Look, okay. Everything else what? about him is just so bleh, that I want his name to at least sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's his name. Right, and you know what? Yeah, I have no, no idea how to spell. Nah, have you ever been into just, an overripe you tomato? To, you found a way to pronounce. Found a way it. to say it. You know, I'm going to say that into the voice recognition on ex- my phone and yeah. see what it thinks. You found a way to express that. Sound. I think your phone's going to call you an asshole if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> it does that already? You know, I, I was, I was uh, when we were texting about setting this up. I, I, I was, I was telling. Uh, um, <laughs> Shit! I was telling Jeremiah about this earlier. 
Yeah. German, What's his name? And this, and this, this doesn't even have your name on it. I don't know why I picked it up. All it says Jeremiah. on it is Goober I was telling Jeremiah about, about this when I was trying to say I'm going to rob your children. The uh, the voice recognition kept putting rub your children right. on there instead. That's so much worse. Like, even my phone thinks I'm creepy. Your phone is like, did you mean finger? Did well, you it's, mean- it's actually funnier no. if you said rub. Did rob mean- is kind of like, eh. He's like, I'm well, going to rob your kids. And then your voice recognition was like, did you mean trick into your van? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think he's covering well, up see, for really- the, the, the line was, I was going to rob your children and rape your pets. And right. Uh, spray paint rude messages on your wife's behind. I believe <laughs> <Which is> remarkably <laughs> thorough. That was the verbatim. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, what the what was what was the message I was going to spray paint on oh, your wife's me, behind? Yeah, me, no, I have it. Uh, I have it, it was, up already. Uh, uh, actually, <laughs> um, I just have to find that specific. I was very line. proud of myself when I came up with that line. I thought about it for a while. But I was like, no, that's pretty this lengthy way. too. I love that yeah, Eric was, always. Eric's always the guy that goes like, yeah. I have it open um, already. I just have to spend five minutes finding it. Oh yeah. Will spray paint nasty messages on his wife behind every time he has sex with her doggy style. You will look down and see what I have written, for she will forever be stricken with a tramp stamp that reads, "If you have a shitty day, make your dick that way too." (laughs) (laughs) Well, you, Jeremiah. Fuck me. Because I read that in a, in a prompt amount of time. I giggled, at, literally giggled out loud <laughs> no. in front of my wife as I read it. That's true. No, no, I'm talking about she like, was like, what the fuck is it, that? You, you love did how you show it to her? So long. No, I haven't. Oh, I come on. Not I only is he saying that he's going to rape your wife, but he's also saying that your wife isn't having you a, hear, a clean asshole. You wanna hear, this is a true story. This, too, this, this is how insecure some, I am. I always have to try to be funny. It's but anyway, ironic that you said that message to me because this I swear this is a true story my ex-wife after we split up after, yeah. we, after we divorced she came by my house one day and she how come like, you never put it in my ass <laughs> no <laughs> she says I got this tattoo do you want to see it and I go okay so she turns around and like just pulls her pants down in the back about halfway down okay and I see on her ass cheeks the words tattooed lucky you yeah. each word on, on opposing cheeks awesome lucky you so every time somebody bends her over they look down and they see lucky you and I'm like well what's so lucky about that like you're lucky that you get to visit the doctor soon and <laughs> lucky that you itch. what's so lucky yeah. about yeah, this lucky that there's Suspicious a 10% thing. chance that you're not going to catch hepatitis C uh, well, you're, you're hoping to get lucky. lucky you're lucky that AIDS is not easily transmitted from women to men as yeah. it is from women to wo- men to women. Oh, yeah. trust me, it's easily transmitted. It's really fast for guys <laughs> to guys. Yay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was Eric's, you know, flagrantly gay racist moment. Yeah. Gay racist moment. Which surprisingly yeah. racist. That, that's <laughs> a surprising thing, Eric has AIDS. Gay-cist. But shockingly, it's um it's Gay AIDS, not Black AIDS. Oh no, no, because it's, it's uh, Magic what, Johnson. Like, now you have your next well, apology see, to the Blacks. See, I I have lots and lots of AIDS, but see, I was one of the original investors in the chocolate weight loss candy that was spelled A Y D S. Is that a real? Are you serious? It, yeah, it, it actually was a, a real <laughs> weight loss candy. It was what, spelled A Y D S. Forty two. No, from the se- from the seventies and eighties, oh and when AIDS happened, sales the, dropped to nothing, and they out went of the out of business. Their weight loss program. Was Andy AIDS. Rooney did a whole bit at the end of sixty minutes about <laughs> how they need to change the name, and it will have the AIDS get smaller and the regular get bigger. It is weird oh, that they named AIDS after God. something beneficial. Well, it was a dieting aid. 
Well, you know, aid is something that assists in the process of something. So why would you name like an autoimmune? Well, well, autoimmune deficiency syndrome. They're just going for the acronym. But actually, I figure out something better. Actually, I heard somewhere that the government. On a conspiracy level, the government actually created, created AIDS the disease to kill AIDS black people. to destroy the weight loss program AIDS because they wanted to promote obesity in America. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, you know, that makes sense. You like I thought, I thought they were just trying to kill theories. black people. <laughs> no, that too. Like you. They wanted to get rid of the gays and the blacks. Oh, I see. And at the yeah. same time, promote obesity and, um, you know, raise the stocks for <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah, something like okay, that. Okay, guys. Yeah. AIDS, pronounce AIDS, reducing plan candy was an appetite suppressant candy, candy, which was enjoyed strong cells in the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Plan candy sounds it was like real. Oh, I think we should bring that that's, candy back. That's terrible. I agree. AIDS? We should have the oh, same man. name, Don't too. you love it when AIDS are in your mouth? We should yes. make... I love it. It's about time in this country that we make AIDS Well, you know, you know what the real problem is? Smooth why AIDS, AIDS that, that candy was, nice was destined to go out of business because the, the only AIDS. effective appetite suppressant is food. <laughs> so it just didn't it didn't work. <laughs> Unless you're smoking marijuana. Yeah, that's yeah. Which just case, promotes never more. Cures yeah, it's not gonna, and I'd also I'll like be- I'd also like to point out at this at, at this moment that um I had enjoyed a, a very delicious edible before the show. Ah, that's good oh, yeah. to know. And uh it was and a cookies and cream chocolate bar that is kicking in. Plus, strongly plus right this dumb cool. idiot over here doesn't have a medical card, so I hope someone comes over here and arrests him. Yeah, I hope the pigs come and get me. I don't like him. Well, see, here's the thing: is this 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 epi- this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so we're not really doing any of the things we're saying. So of anyone course, who's offended, don't is, kill me. This is all a. <laughs> I don't mean it. It's, it's yeah, all I a joke. I didn't really. We're not all much. about to hand job each other. That's not going. I to did happen. not, we're not? Really oh, eat too shit. much edible chocolate. We're in a hotel. What else are we going to do? <laughs> There's like a shitload of rooms here for us to enjoy. Exactly. That's, that's a slow one. I know you'd like to you, think you, that was. You a like s- to really savor it. See, see, actually, you, you go fast until you reach the edge, and then you slow down. And somehow that just—that's actually. I, you guys don't want to know about how I masturbate. Do you? <laughs> Never mind. I've actually pondered it quite often, so I'm relieved now that I know. I ponder it every night. That was actually Jeff fisting himself, too. That wasn't fingering. I've also discovered that if you bring yourself just before the edge and stop and then wait a few minutes to do it again and keep repeating that for a couple of hours, it's like you're building up pressure and you'll shoot much further. Really? The good thing about that, too, is you develop a very nasty rash. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Chafing is real. Friction on. Chafing is real. Oh, my gosh, do you have herpes? No, I was just masturbating a whole lot, and I have sores now because I rubbed (laughs) it so much. They're on my hand, too. I've had, like... To deal with that shit. It's Actually, it's the it's what like the herpes or the sores, the masturbation yeah, sores. The, they're not sores unless you really go to town. Sore. They're like burns for me. Burns. Yeah, they're not like they're not terrible yet. As long as they're not contagious. Burns will never be contagious. <laughs> burns will never be contagious. Well, I, I have no idea where to go for, with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that I don't means. Know All right, well, let's move on to another <laughs> subject. Okay, for, first, uh, I want to give you guys an opportunity. Is there any particular subject you guys would like to talk about? Anything you've seen in the news lately or anything that's happened that you want you want to? Uh, I, I have one. Uh, and I'll give you a chance to, to plug shows you have at, at the end. I, so. I have one. Oh, okay, go for it. Uh, Eric Chatham. Male birth control. Male birth control. It got just got a, um, approved to be tested by the FDA, so we may be seeing male birth control in the next year and a half. How does it, how does it work? 
How does it work? Actually, this is the fantastic part. It prevents your sperm from swimming. Oh, this isn't... This is legit. This, this is isn't a lead to a punchline. So, no. Oh, okay. I am speaking the truth. At it what point do we start introducing this swimming? into um, high schools and well, come on, prisons? Hey, they, they, haven't t- they don't know if it's going to be free yet. They, in a they don't know how hard it is to make. Well, so come on, well, I'm pretty sure they know that. Making babies. I'm just saying that so, so <laughs> male birth control will fuck shit up, man. Come on. So, well, because girls need to be the ones. I wish they need to be the ones. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, I agree because it is going to fuck shit up because my menstruation is already irreg- irregular enough. And if we. It's s- irregular as it is. <laughs> no, nah, I, I can't deal with that. That's going to really. Guys, that's going really to I, I had been under the impression that being on birth control will uh, regularizes. A woman's regularizes. Menstrual, cy- menstrual cycle. No one can roll their R's right Sure, now. it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Regulizes. regulize the men's menstrual cycle then at this well you know i have yet to menstruate at age 43 i'm still waiting for the blood to start spurting out oh, my dude, dick and it hasn't happened yet See, so i guess i'm not a real man yet maybe it's like you just <laughs> haven't experienced what it is to be a <laughs> maybe it's, I, it's never hurt when i peed blood. you know uh it's hurt when i shit sometimes but uh That's, i was I was I was prescribed that that the the purple pill thing for acid reflux, and week. it it was like I was shitting battery acid for the no two way. weeks of the yeah it's it's horrible. I take I, I take that like wait as, what does it feel like? Explain to us the the shitting of the battery acid. Well, you know, okay, it's, it's really simple. Just get yourself Pray. a plastic syringe, open up Pray the top tab. of your battery. It's like if you well, take like, some out and and shove it up your ass and squirt it in there. And then you'll be able to experience no, what I no, experienced no, no. for taking Nexium. You're, you're basically just re-describing shitting battery acid. Well, I so want to know you, on an intimate scale what it's like to shit battery acid. Like, is it like rubbing jalapeno juice around your butthole? Like, give me, give me some specific. Well, what see, I've, I've, I've never analogy? done any of those things. I've only well, you haven't lived, my friend. I've only had to take this purple pill for acid reflux and shove battery acid up my sh- my ass and shit it out. So I don't really have any other sort of experiences with which I can compare it to. I'm going to, to assume. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now, I'm going to assume. It, you know, if, if, if I had ever covered a dildo in salsa, shoved it in my butt, and I thought, you know, this is a lot like mm-hmm. when I was on Nexium, then I would have said, you know, using salsa as a lubricant for your dildo in your ass. And but then I, you get one of those, like, I've so never done that. Your, you know, based, upon your, ana- but, based upon your analysis right now, I can assume then that by making the comparison to battery acid, that you have at some point in your life given yourself a battery acid enema. Exactly. Right. Good. Today Good I learned you. this. This that episode Joel is taking a very dirty turn. <laughs> Today well, I Jeff Wallace Joel. is involved, so there's always going to go to dicks and assholes. At yeah, some that's point. true. I do prefer that method. I'm sure that his fathers will to know. be brought up at some point. Today I learned we know, that we're Joel not Foreman's fathers. analogies are literal. Yes, every absolutely. fucking single every one of them. It's like when I say a lot of people used to tell me. I look like a serial killer, but they're all gone now. That's because I murdered all of them. <laughs> you won the Highlander of serial killers. Exactly. Uh, like, <laughs> there could be only one John Wayne Gacy. There can be only one. Or if you're Danny Minch, there can be only puns. It's <laughs> 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 horrible. That was good. That was like a... <laughs> it was like a Danny Minch joke. Pun. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a Danny Minch joke. It was a Danny Minch joke done about Danny Minch. Uh, that's what I love. We must go deeper. You've Especially heard. considering how blue this episode has been. <laughs> <laughs> like the blue pill. It's like you just you just matrix that joke. <laughs> blue podcasts are the saddest of all podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
Okay, all right. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, I, I know this was several weeks ago. It, it's, it's it's sort of fallen out of the news, but I did want to discuss uh, the uh, uh, the Bruce Jenner situation. Oh hell yeah, Caitlyn. Caitlyn, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Now yeah, I still course. call her Bruce. She's hot. Uh, You're talking about her brother. Uh, Caitlyn looks <laughs> like Rene Russo to me. She looks like like Rene Russo in 25 years. She well, looks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it looks like Rene. I she think does. I think Caitlyn looks like Rene Russo. Oh, yeah. Like, I was going to say like a like, young Joan Rivers. Uh, well. With tits. No. Uh, who, yeah, Joan was flat-chested as fuck. There, was, there is a, an actress that I have seen, had seen on news reports saying looks like this, and I don't remember who that was now. But uh, when, when I looked at Caitlyn Jenner, I thought it looked like Renee Russo. The saddest okay. part is that but, when I say I want to fuck a Jenner girl, I have to be more specific. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh, you have to be specific now. Well, <laughs> yeah, you really I, have I think, to be. I think I'm, that Caitlyn Jenner looks like my dick when it's covered in Caitlyn Jenner. Oh. I gotta be honest. I I would rather. Every time I masturbate, I will refer to my cum as Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'd rather fuck Caitlyn Jenner than Chris Jenner. I think she looks more feminine. Is all I'm saying. She has a well, masculine I, I, name. I that's feel for sure. I feel bad for for you know Caitlyn Jenner's wife. Uh, what, what was her that's name? That's what I'm saying. Chris Jenner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, how would you feel if your husband were hotter than you? That's my point. If, like, if you were a woman and really all of a sudden your husband is hotter than you, that would just that would be really no, freaking. No, imagine depressing. Kanye's two grandmas. That's weird. That's going to be a rap song. Ooh, that's yeah. <laughs> that's probably going to have a sick ass beat. Hell yeah. yeah. A sick. <laughs> He's going to put a lot of effort into that. Beat. <laughs> uh, really <laughs> a sick ass beat whooping. Kind of gold digger remix. It's uh, awful. Was it the uh I, I did end up, of course, writing a couple jokes about the Caitlyn Jenner thing and it, I, I ended up doing callbacks on the 77% that women get paid yeah. based, uh, you know, versus what men get paid. And I, I, end, I actually, I have like three different 77% jokes about the Caitlyn Jenner thing. There's this guy went through a lot of effort to get paid less, of course. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, uh, uh, a lot of ce- celebrities will have a, a, a standard fee that they charge for, for public appearances and Bruce Jenner used to charge a hundred thousand dollars and I was only getting 77. And then of course I used to be a sports memorabilia collector and I have one of the original Wheaties boxes that I paid a hundred bucks for. And now it's only worth $77. And of course the problem with any kind of topical jokes is that now I can't tell any of those jokes anymore because <laughs> shit is old. Because it's this, this right, now, this right yeah. now basically is the last time I can ever really. I know. Tell I did actually. Jokes. Oh, congrats! Let's give so, him his last round I, of applause. They've been retired. Yeah, I'm, I'm now retiring those yeah! jokes. Yeah. Those jokes are retired. Yeah. It's funny so, that you mentioned you that go. because I did a. Uh, Jeff remembers. I did a. Um, I don't remember about shit ice, about you. The ice bucket challenge when it was big. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I was like, I want to do other challenges, like, and I said, like the uh, the Tiger Woods driver to the face challenge, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or the Babe Ruth like eat a bunch yeah. of hot dogs and bang a bunch of bitches challenge. <laughs> there you go. Or and the Bill that, Cosby, you know, pill- stuff pills down crazy bitches throat. Yeah, I said, oh, the, yeah. I actually said the the Donnie Moore uh, <laughs> blow my brains out after losing a playoff game challenge. <laughs> Because life isn't worth living because dad doesn't love Because you're me. a shitty pitcher. you got to kill yourself. So. <laughs> God damn. It's 1986. Who cares? I hadn't heard about that one. It was a pitcher for the Angels in 1986 oh, that lost the playoff game. Only he would know oh, this. To the Boston Red Sox. Oh, that's and then went home too. and blew his brains out. 
Was his dad giving him a bunch of shit over it? Probably his wife. Oh, okay. I would imagine it had something to do with his wife. Sorry, we're, I don't have the championship ring, but we're only still millionaires. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, but anyways, I did those. I, I was lucky. I was lucky enough I, to record it and put it on YouTube. But I did that bit and I loved it. But it's like I can't do that now because the iceberg challenge was like a year ago. Nobody gives yeah, a fuck yeah. anymore. Yeah, I, I find myself coming up with cool things off of memes too late a lot. Also. Because by you know, the time the, it gets to us, it's already late. We're yeah. in the Central Valley. We've already yeah. missed the boat. Yeah, we, we always Google. It it's so yeah. new to us. Our, our internet ping time is about a month and a half, so we are, <laughs> very true. We're, we're catching up with the memes a month and a half after they right. happen. Always uh, Google the, before uh, you do it. The, what was, uh, the best one I thought I came up with, I was so proud of it, but of course it was too late, was uh, um, first First World Problems. Was, yeah, I was at uh, a Red Robin with uh, Terry Michaels. He, he's comic, and he was on the last episode of the podcast. He sounds episode. like an '80s you guys rock never, star. You know yeah, Terry Michaels. Terry's Michaels. Terry yeah. Michaels is like a cardiac arrest waiting to happen. He's the lead singer of Bishop's yeah. Pawn. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he's like the former like roadie for Guns N' Roses. Like, yeah. He's huge. Yeah. Like he looks like he did taxes for Shook Knight. He's like, the he's guy. Massive. Yeah. He's still wearing like Slash's sash around his neck. Like, I seriously think he eats souls for a living. <laughs> he's the guy that, that separated Robert it's Plant's just M&Ms. a hobby. He doesn't do it for a living. <laughs> he's an enthusiastic amateur soul eater. Oh. Uh, uh, I I had ordered the uh, strawberry lemonade, and the pieces of fresh strawberry kept clogging the straw. <laughs> and so that was oh, that was the, I was problems. like oh first world problems but that, it's that, too late I know? get that all the time at my restaurant because we serve a strawberry lemonade and oh, people yeah. are always like can I get a spoon I was going to say for the strawberry we I get that eat, all the time at our restaurant we get that all the time at our restaurant because we always serve douchebags yeah. That's what I was. <laughs> Wait, you have a douchebag lemonade? Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> okay, you, you, t- you chop up some douchebags but with a little bit of you put them in the lemonade. It's just some it water, vinegar, and strawberries. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. And real human shit. And then they just <laughs> slam it in your face. Like They don't put shit. it on the table. Uh, awesome. It's got a fishy flavor, but... Yeah. That's uh, mostly from the human if shit. If you're able to get through it, uh, it's got a good payoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, but it will try to fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs> the other old thing in the news that uh, that I wanted to talk about was uh, Rachel Dolezal. There's the, yeah. the white the I, white, I, white I lady like in Spokane oh, yeah, who right. pretend to be a black lady for a long of time. And once Spokane. again, another joke. Here, you guys can applaud after I do this. This will be the last time I can tell this joke as well. <laughs> Is uh, she originally only intended to be black for a couple of days, but you know, once you go black, you can't go back. That is a, that is a good one. So, well, here's the thing, dude. I feel like Wayne Brady's been doing this for years. <laughs> and, and people, they give him a He's fucking game show. It. Yeah, well, so no, see, they give him no, a fucking game no, show. No, no, no. See, what Wayne Brady did is that he's black and he's trying to go white, and it's not working. Oh. Well, yeah, he can't will okay, himself. Tiger Woods. He's. Uh, well, he's half Asian, also though, yeah. right? So, and, Which is more and, Asian, know, I think. There's, there's this guy Jared Dessert. He has a joke about. <laughs> what do you mean? That, that means he can only life. finish half of his homework. Well, fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh, they, got a lot of money. <laughs> Actually, when you when you when you're that rich, you can have what you can do whatever you he want. So, uh, I mean, well. he could claim claim to be Middle Eastern if he wanted to. Right, it's fine. You know. Okay. Well, then. Um, you know, I, I honestly Vanilla do want to hear Eric. Oh, he was yeah. celebrated. Yeah. Well, there, there's this guy, Jared Dessert. He has a joke about uh, DNA arguing with the, with 
other DNA when you have a mixed race child. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, you know, it was like, oh, well, penis size. And the you know, black guys, no, this shit's got to be big. And the white guy's like, well, uh, you know, they're good at sports. So, uh, you know, I guess he knows about the physical thing. So we'll <laughs> just take it. So you'll have a big dick if you're black and white. And Is that true? I don't know, but don't know. It, it, but he he I has a hilarious joke about that. I think jeans work like chessboards. Yeah. I don't think I, that's I, but, I to, but Jared Dessert had us have a hilarious joke about me. that. I would, I one of those it. things that I Sick wish I had bro. thought of. Kids got a big but dick. But someone else did. So there. Chick, man. I, I do guilt. I do ridicule my mom quite often because she wasn't, in my opinion, open minded enough. In the set, you have didn't sex sleep with, with enough black, black guys, yeah. and hold I could have. Yeah, I could have been something better. You said that she didn't. I could have been. I could have been more man. She didn't sleep with enough black guys. Was your words? Well, yeah. she went to a very black high school in South Hold Bakersfield, so I'm, I'm assuming there was enough. some. Like, what is enough black guys? Enough to make to me sleep? half black? No, no. <laughs> see, I think it's she <laughs> wasn't unprotected enough when she More was like sleeping with black enough guys. Enough to make you not. Exist, I'm going to assume that she did sometimes because she went to an almost entirely black high school in South uh, Bakersfield. Well, we're not we're not here to judge. We're here to ridicule. But we're yeah, not yeah, here no, to absolutely. I'm not trying to. You know, I just don't feel like she was open-minded enough. Yeah. I know. So I have no chance right now? Oh, maybe. I can you talk know, to her. But that, what that means is that she was just open-mouthed You're enough. young enough that she's open-minded to any of that, I'm sure. Uh, you know how horny old ladies are. Come on. You know, she wasn't fucking enough black dudes. That means she was just sucking off enough. So, I mean, yeah. huh. that's okay. Come on. But anyway, I want to... I want to blow them. You're still good. I want to hear oh, Eric's yeah. perspective on Rachel Dolezal oh, because we're fortunate shit. enough to have a, a black uh, man here with us. Person. Where? Because that's the only. Are you going to bring a black guy into the room? No, now? that's that's the only situation that no, no, is was, to be concerning. I was doffed by two African Americans. Actually, for Tulare, I think this is what passes for black. Ooh, no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm joking. Actually, I know nothing about Tulare. You're much blacker people. I'm joking. Actually, I know nothing. I Street at two in the morning. Look, look at that. He clearly has a prison tattoo on his forearm. Okay, hey man, hey, that's just the pot calling the black man kettle. Wait, can we can we point out how hipster that forearm tattoo is of his? Yeah, that's true. Oh, really? That's like a that's like a hipster prison tattoo. Look I at have that a, thing. I have a forearm tattoo of a, a bottle, bottle opener. opener in which I can that open says beer. That says beer. Beers that says beer. And that does a beer say cap. beer. Yes. And it's clearly well, made with a big pin. I love Newcastle. Oh, good Newcastle because that's not America's favorite fake beer. <laughs> America's yeah. favorite fake beer. <laughs> Oh, okay, starter so beer. you gotta love the the Brit. You gotta love the Brits who like, hey, let's make a really decent beer for us, and then let's have it remade a shitty way in America. And then well, I sell call it, it to them for imported. I prices. call it uh, America's <laughs> starter beer because as a bartender, you don't know how many times people come in and go, "Let me get a Newcastle," and then the next one, "Let me get a Bud Light." <laughs> Let me get that thing that I start with nasty. Newcastle, and then I finish with Bud Light. You no, know, if, like if, if a beer is a prepping you for. So that you can handle Bud Light. <laughs> Speaking of Bud Light <laughs> and Newcastle, that's pretty much Rachel. Well, you, like guys right are, you guys are you guys are drinking point. Stella that's a great point, She's a she's a cheap a beer. A trois. Trying to be something else. She's a cheap, nasty, disgusting beer that wants so desperately to be a nice, delicious yeah. microbrew. Mm. She's a, it was improperly labeled. She's a PBR yeah. trying to be a Guinness, right? Right. Well, uh, it's like I gotta say, it's 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 an uber but she form turns of. I think it's an uber form of like uh, hipsterism. Like it's it's like I'm so black 
that I'm white. That makes sense. <laughs> I can, I can, well, you I can, know, like, identify I'm so with that. I'm so much blacker than you other people. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a, a choice. Syst- Being black a, is a choice. It's a systematic thing. It's like growing, I grew up in the 90s. And and as a kid in the '90s, like as a teenager in the '90s, like all I wanted to be was a black guy, dude. Like they were the coolest fucking guys. They made the best music. They had the best women. The fly the the fly girls on In Living Color were the oh, sexiest God. fucking women in the world. You know what Fine-ass. I mean? Finest. Uh, LL Cool J was the coolest fucking guy in the world. He could sleep with you know anyone. What I, mean? like, I was never gonna be that guy. So I could understand where she's coming from. Like all I wanted to be as like a teenager was like the cool. Like the coolest guys I saw on TV, which were all black guys. Well, when when I first saw the news reports about it, at at the end of the news report, it would just have this little bitty piece where it would just say, uh, and uh, she was outed by her parents uh, because they're in the middle of a legal dispute, and it would just end. And I was (laughs) always like, well, what, what is the legal dispute, and why would her... Loving parents out her of this thing that she wants to do, and I found out like divorce her, her her parents are like crazy white right wing Christians. You know, they do homeschooling and 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 all and and they're and like multi- hardcore multiracial children. Well, they adopted a bunch of they, kids. and they adopted a bunch of kids. And the the legal uh, dispute that they're having right now is that her adopted brother, who is black, age sixteen, went to court. To be emancipated from them because they're fucking insane, and she yeah, currently oh, wow. yes. and she wait, let me finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She currently has custody of him, and that is the legal dispute: is that they want they want him back, and she has custody, oh. of him. and that is why they outed her as being actually uh, white. Uh, white. That's very not interesting. And the cool part is that the other thing too is a kid. It's not even a child. This is like a seventeen-year-old, two hundred and fifty-pound right. black yeah. dude. We're in cowboy boots. No, that's the other brothers. That's the other no, brothers. No, no, that's the other no, brothers. She, oh, that the Mexican one? No, is the one, no, the one no, that no, was no. chewing. No, the, the I saw that brother. He's like, yeah, he's, he's like 6'4". Like, yeah, he's, he's a tiny. black dude that's like chewing tobacco, working yeah. in an oil field. He looks like cowboy Troy, but cool. He actually has like... Look, awesome. I want him to rape me. He actually he's actually <laughs> has like a... Like the, you know what? I want him to rape you too. He actually has like the shit kicker accent. He's like, my sister doesn't know how to like... Represent he's whiter properly. than she is black. You know, I, I, I think she's blacker than he is. Actually. So, like, so is, he, <laughs> is he representing the white race? Is that oh, what yeah, he's claiming? Oh, you know, is that hilarious. what he's doing? And here's oh, the other thing. That's she's also train wreck. She's also raising black children that she birthed. Yeah. So at some point, like, who cares? You know how easy it is who to cares get pregnant and represent by herself? It's kind of like... I have been impregnated twice by black men. Okay, that's yeah. how easy it is. <laughs> You've aborted several black babies from your own self. <laughs> exactly. My own uterine. The thing, yeah. on, on, a, on a serious level, though, I want to say that the reality is that the human race is not subdivided into, or the human species Bill is not was subdivided into that. race. No. This is something that is created through, like, social, uh, anthrop- anthropological Yeah, it's tribal. Reasons. It's tribal. Mm, anthropological. But the, but the human species is not subdivided into race. So I don't give a shit what she calls herself. I don't care if she's good to people. She's a good person. Who gives a shit? Well, and I was I was saying earlier that in a way I see the Rachel Dolezal and the Caitlyn Jenner things as as sort of related because I think in both cases you have a woman who would look in the mirror every day and what they saw did not watch, match what they felt. Right. And so both of them have since gone uh, about changing. And, and on, a real, they, level, on a real level, on a real level, they're both people that are um, probably not mentally or or biologically 
um, structured the same as us. There's maybe some kind of imbalance there. Whatever the reason. It's entirely possible. Um, It's their business. It's their personal business. Yeah. It shouldn't be the topic of CNN news. Oh, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be something I see for four days in a row. That's very People having serious discussions about while our economy is collapsing or while people people are homeless. People are without jobs. We're in a drought. Of course, here we are talking about it, but this is a comedy show. We're yeah, who gives a shit? World. Nobody this gives a shit what we have to say. That's the weirdest thing to talk about. That's, that's Nobody gives idea. a shit what uh, we have to say. We can say whatever we want. That's true. But that's when true. it's a national news situation, it's it's absurd. Yeah. It's absurd to talk about race well, on a national Well, they, they didn't level. have a plane crash to talk about <laughs> and obsess over, so they had to yeah. do something. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like, come on. Private practice is not in season. There's yeah, nothing to talk yeah, well, about. I mean, it, they canceled the West Wing years ago, so what are we going to do? <laughs> no one has any real news. They spent a whole week on CNN um, creating a – they created a Jeopardy-type game show yeah. on CNN. And they spent a whole week promoting this show and like having the news anchors on CNN participate in this like Jeopardy-style game show. It's like what an absurd distraction from – like issues that we have in this world. Wait, did that, did that just happen? I've, yeah, this is about two weeks ago. I don't, I don't have TV, so I don't oh, I fucking see it. Oh. Uh, for those who don't know, Jeff Wallace lives literally in his own ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that well, respects uh, me. It's the only warm place in his, pl- in his uh, body. Uh, Jeremiah has an unlit cigarette out in his hand and is picking his teeth like I'm going to smoke it's this thing right now. Happen. So uh, we're going to take a break real quick. Uh, I am J.T. Foreman. I am here with uh, Eric Chatham, Jeremiah Nation, and Jeffrey Wallace. We are the Bitter Comics, and we will be right back. Boom. This is J.T. Foreman. I am here with my good friends Eric Chatham, Jeremiah Nation, and Jeffrey Wallace. Uh, These pussies are bitching about how cold it is in the room. We are the Bitter Comics, and we are back. Okay. Now, uh, when we were out there, you guys were smoking a cigarette, and I was enjoying my secondhand smoke break. Uh, I I believe I told you guys to go fuck yourselves. All right. (laughs) Now, the reason I told you guys to go fuck yourselves is because, uh, uh, Jeremiah, I believe you were the one who actually said how lucky I am that I don't drink or do drugs and how much better off I am. And uh, the reason that uh, bothers me is because... So many times I have been told that by someone who has had all kinds of experience with drugs and or alcohol, and then they immediately then proceed to tell me about what a great time they had this one time that they did it, <laughs> but you're better off that you had never yeah, done Yeah, that's that. how it always goes. I was like, like so basically it's glad a, you yeah. don't drink, but... Let me tell Good you about job, the time yeah. that I got drunk. That one yeah. time that we you all need squares in the world. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. one time you weren't at that party is the time that that party was the most epic they've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. But the reality is that alcohol for me has created some of the most amazing stories I've ever had. Having traveled, I've traveled the world in working for the White House and the military. I've been to mm-hmm. different corners of the world. I've cool. seen some crazy things, and alcohol was involved with most of the experiences that I had. And there were some pretty cool ones, but at the same time. Alcohol is also the root cause of many of the greatest regrets that I could possibly have. <laughs> the greatest regrets. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, alcohol has been the root of every disappointment I've created for myself. Okay, by well, the way, all 15 of children of yours are like tired of you calling them that. Four, disappointment. Yeah, all four children from three baby mamas. I'm pretty sure alcohol was involved. I have, five, I, have, I have five children from six baby mamas, all because of alcohol. And don't ask me how that math works because I was too drunk. To figure out. <laughs> I'm too drunk <laughs> to do math. <laughs> I was too uh, well, okay, to... so uh, 
uh, uh, tell me about uh, uh, if, if someone wants to volunteer. Tell me about a great thing that happened because of either drugs or alcohol, and then follow it up uh, with a horrible thing because of drugs or alcohol. And and let's let's judge whether it, it's worth it on 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 the whole. Okay. Okay. So uh, who 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 wants to go? I'll Jeff, take it. Jeff is like, no, no, I'll no, take it. I'll take you. It you have only good shit. I've basically, got a pretty important interview coming great, up. I really can't talk about a, these things. Okay, it's a fundamental example of what you're explaining here. All right, uh, alcohol is fantastic. I enjoy it myself <laughs> as an individual. I feel like this is prepared. Like you've told yourself this story. Go ahead. No, 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 no it's, a, <laughs> it's a famous story. Alcohol is first birthday. Actually, I, I've never been that drunk. I don't think I ever will be that drunk again. But uh, I was so drunk, and we were so flagrant drunk on my uh, uh, my 21st birthday, me and two of my friends, and our little shitty-ass tiny apartment got so drunk, and we burned cigarettes out on each other's arms, so we would start like, you know, like a, a drunk pack. Is this Is this supposed to be the positive story? Did this <laughs> happen at a trailer park? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck we're did you We're marking you as property. <laughs> okay, now I got drunk and threw up is not a story. No, no, okay. no. Of course not. No, no, no. This is uh, it's legitimate. So we, uh, we all get, we're all getting drunk, and it's my 21st, so they're everyone trying to get me to get those 21 drinks in. And uh, the full drinks, typically everything had a cap, so... It was just 12 ounces of something else or a shot of something else. So it just okay. got bad until, like, we're hitting 20, 21 uh, of the drinks. And uh, it's around this point where it's suggested that we need to commemorate this moment. We need to make this moment. We need, This moment needs to be burned in our memories forever. And then the word burned in our memories forever just stuck. That phrase just stuck for everyone. And we we're like, you know what? Let's just... Let's, let's just give us all a burn, and we'll, there you, you go. Know, this is our moment. Well, and then at the time, as a well, drunk you got person, the lighters like, out and burnt each other. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be one of these white dudes right here and be all. That makes awesome. sense. Yeah, it sounds like a great time. Yeah, I, I was looking like, at the fire, and all of a sudden, I thought, let's get each other a brand. Let's go ahead and, and do you know, that. We're a bunch of fucking cows. Sensitized you are when you're fucking smashed. <laughs> you can fucking walk through fire. So we did. We, we all burned a, the same cigarette burn in the same Now, spot. is this a problem with drinking, or is this a problem with drinking with white people? Well, well I'm getting here. I'm getting here. Well, uh, we, we burned it all in the center of our... our, if, our if, if you were drinking with a bunch of other brothers, would this have happened? No, nah, hell no. Uh, see, we just got high. I, see, this is, a, <laughs> that this, is a, this is a problem with white people. This is not a problem Had with a alcohol. Had a rolling contest. <laughs> like, come on. They wouldn't ever got trailer this shit, man. Yeah. This, this is, is just black one shit. black dude with two white guys who are bored and drunk. Let's see who can sell the most bindles. You know what? It'd be faggots, actually. Oh. <laughs> no. They got another apology for the oh. next show. Oh. Hey, faggots are bundles of sticks. I know what a faggot is. I, I will right. apologize to British cigarettes next episode. <laughs> so the, the, the positive part of <laughs> this They're called that, a fag. I get it. Yeah. That, like, there was this like sense of brotherhood that we all pulled off and everything. Yeah, you had some but camaraderie. But at the same time. Through idiot, idi- idiotic pain. Exactly. At the same time, though, of doing, uh, you know, initiating this, like forever, having this bold, giant, dime sized mark of a cigarette burn on my wrist every time I introduce myself. To wait me, a second. Hold me, on. Here's so, my question. Wait, wait. You got a dime sized circular burn, and this is the horrible story about alcohol you're telling me? Go no, fuck it's yourself. No, that's not horrible. It's okay. not the horrible. It's I, got, the I got some. I got. Okay. I got I got your stories no, no, for you, okay? And I swear to God, these are totally true. This is going to sound crazy. This, it, Please. Okay, so. First story, uh, a cause of alcohol that has 
has given me a really crazy story. I, you know, a good and a bad. Right. I have both. All right. First one, and this is a good bad one, but I say good. Uh, we were. I was passing through when in the military. I was passing through Omaha, Nebraska once, and we broke down. Okay. Our chopper broke down. We needed to get a part, so we had. Simpsons to- did it. <laughs> yeah, was that an episode? I think they did actually. So no, we, that, that was the, that was just, the movie. He's reenacting a, a Simpsons episode. So it's not to, even a real story. We had to stay in Omaha, Nebraska for like three days while we waited for a part for a helicopter. So they put us up in a hotel, and it happened to be the Embassy Suites. Our, our, yes, thanks to the Constitution, they can't just force the locals to quarter you. <laughs> they they put you up in a hotel. I, I think it was the Hiltons who got that amendment put into that, the Constitution. A, them, I'm pretty so, sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> that was a kickback from the yeah. That was, that was a kickback to the hotel industry. Good looking out. <laughs> so uh, our our pilots, which this sounds terrible, but our pilots love to stay at the embassy suites because the embassy suites would give us a free happy hour from five to seven. We could drink whatever we wanted for free. Okay. So we commenced to getting trashed. Then we decide let's go check out downtown Omaha, Nebraska. So we, me and my buddy, take off. We go find a bar. There's a band playing. Some shitty punk rock band called Going Nowhere. <laughs> hey, you know, oh, no way. Going Nowhere is So in the meantime, we're drinking. And we, in Omaha, Nebraska. We start talking to this guy. And, Makes and sense. The thing was, when we traveled, we didn't like to tell people that we were military because uh, we worked at, you know, I should say this for the story, but we worked for the White House. So we didn't like people to know that. So we would with always. Security with the comm station? Or oh, it was something. a security detail. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um. We would tell people, oh, uh, we'd give, give an alias. Well, we're coming through town for this. Like, oh, we're in town. So we'd tell this guy, oh, we're actually in a band. We're in a punk rock band. We're traveling through town heading this way. Just some stupid story we come up and with. And that's the guy when goes, they hand you a guitar yeah. and say, no, no. and you don't know. So how the guy to goes, play. oh, that's cool. That's cool. And, 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 and I start talking to this guy, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I've, this band's called Going Nowhere. I know like four bands called Going Nowhere, and they're all going nowhere. You know, <laughs> and he's laughing, and he goes, hey, you know, I, I actually own this bar. I go, cool, cool, cool. He goes, why don't you come up to my apartment afterwards and we'll hang out. There's going to be a bunch of chicks there. There's going to be bitches. It's going to be cool. We're like, yeah, awesome. We're chicks going and bitches. Both. You know, the ones What's that the... bang you and then the no, ones well... that bang you but then call you as well. No, no, no. Chicks <laughs> like baby chickens. <laughs> oh, I see. For so... us to enjoy. Right. And then some women to okay. watch us oh no it's a baby chickens <laughs> and like baby chickens so, and female german right. shepherds there there's gonna go. be chicks <laughs> and there's gonna be bitches so we follow this guy in, in, into this uh to this elevator in a, in a through a hallway behind the bar into the to this elevator apparently he has his penthouse above the bar so we get in this elevator, and standing in this elevator is this like six five, like three hundred and fifty pound black man with his arms crossed. Like when the elevator opens, I go, "This is fucking weird, right?" Yeah. So we get on the elevator, we go up. The doors, the elevator doors open, and we're looking into the this guy's penthouse, his his apartment, and uh, nobody's there, nobody except for like seven dudes. Uh, and I'm like, "This is fucking weird, right?" <laughs> and they're all like, "Where's these chicks and bitches?" Right. So come to find out, this guy's like. A fucking big time coke dealer in Omaha, Nebraska. He's like the coke guy, which is probably how he funds his bar and his penthouse and everything. So uh, he looks at us and goes, hey, you guys look like a couple Natty Ice kind of guys, right? And then he hands us tall cans of Natty Ice. Tall cans! Yeah. And I'm like, okay, thanks, man. And he goes, we're going to go into the room and do some stuff. Do you want to come with us? Like some 
Coke, I assume. And I was like, no, we don't do that, but we'll just hang out here and wait. So everybody goes in this guy's room and just leave me and my buddy in the living room. A couple of drunk Marines who are now bored. <laughs> and I look over at my buddy who's sitting on the couch and he's looking at me like, I don't want to drink this. So he starts pouring the natty ice down the side of the couch cushion because that seems like the appropriate thing to do. Well, where I, else are you going to put it? I myself find a giant fish tank full of tropical expensive fish and decide that that's the place that I'm going to pour my natty ice. Water and water goes together. Then I realize I've just given these fish some beer they're probably going to get hungry. So I take it upon myself to start feeding the fish, the fish food that's sitting there. I empty all the fish food into the fish tank. And then I decide somewhere in my insane drunken mind that I need to take a piss. But the only bathroom is in the room where everybody's doing coke. So I stand up on the kitchen counter and piss into the man's fish tank. Circle <laughs> life. Yes. So then <laughs> immediately afterwards, I realize... With a conversation with my friend that these fish are going to probably die soon. Yes. And this, we, we've established and this coke these dealer is going to kill us. So I'm like, we need to leave now. We need to get out of this apartment. You're probably So at right. this point, everybody comes out of the room. And the coke dealer looks at us and goes, hey, listen, guys. Uh, the Baseball World Series is happening in town right now. I got a call. I got to go make some deliveries. The College <laughs> World Series was in town. Okay. So um, he's like, you want to come with me? And we were like, fuck yeah. yeah. So we jump in this guy's car. Let's get away from this fish tank. Right. Fucking destroy. (laughs) Let's get out of this apartment now. So we jump in this guy's car. And it's like this fucking uh, early 2000s uh, Sebring like sports car, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm riding in the back seat. Me and my buddy are riding in the back seat. And and, and this guy, the Coke dealer and his buddy are in the front seat. And we're going down the freeway at like 120 miles an hour. Just Convertible? No, Sebring. No, it's not a Malibu beach car. Well, no, the Sebrings did have a convertible. Did they? Well, this one isn't a convertible. I always feel that there's some like fucking hot ass milk. Right. (laughs) The convertible. It's like California purple. Just a bunch of guys. Just a bunch of guys. (laughs) Just a bunch of fucking queers. So I find um, this is in the time of CDs. So I find one of those like leather CD cases in the back seat that's full of hundreds of CDs. And I start flipping through it. And I'm like, this one's crap. So I throw it out the window. (laughs) <laughs> this one's crap, so I throw it out the window. And then I find the good ones, and I'm, like, putting it in, in a cargo pocket in my shorts. Yeah, oh, I want this CD. Cargo then, shorts is the most appropriate attire for you at this stage of the story. Yeah, I, <laughs> I swear to God, every Marine so has, then, like, a pair of cargo shorts. Out of nowhere, the guy goes, hey, give me that Hootie and the Blowfish CD. And I'm like, and I look at my buddy, and I'm like, we just threw that out the fucking window, like... Holy shit. So I'm like, I can't find it. Just put this on. I just hand him some random CD. I'm like, just put this on, man. So we get there to this fucking apartment, and it's full of college baseball players. This, like, apartment complex that I guess they've rented out for these college baseball players. And they're having a massive fucking party. Women, baseball players, uh, literally whipped cream in places that you wouldn't imagine. Things happening. I can imagine. Wild night. I somehow convinced these guys that I was Steve Garvey's nephew, the baseball, the famous Dodger from the 1980s, that I was his nephew. And so these guys just love me. I'm like, we can't tell them who we are or who we're with because we've already gotten to the point that this Coke dealer is going to want to kill us. Yeah, pretty much. So I convinced these guys that I was Steve, Steve Garvey's nephew. We partied our ass off for like four hours. Then we drive back to Omaha, get back to this guy's apartment. We get out of the car. He's like, you want to come back upstairs? I look at my friend. I'm like, these fish are going to be dead. <laughs> we go, we can't go upstairs. I'm like, no, nah, man, we got to go. So we just yeah. leave. 
Yeah, the, and then the, we get we get like a block away, and we realize we don't know how to get back to our hotel. So we spend two hours walking a, downtown, fucking Omaha, Nebraska, looking for a hotel. Convinced that there's a coke dealer on the streets looking for us. We're hiding behind trash cans. Every car that comes by. Finally, Half we, a fire team. Is finally, we find <laughs> our hotel and go to bed. And I literally had to be up in two hours for duty. Wake up, still drunk from the night before. Sit in front of a fucking helicopter for 12 hours waiting for a part to show up. Guarding a communications box. <laughs> Basically, I just sit. You mean futility? I sit in a chair, put my feet on the box and go to sleep because nobody can open it if my feet are on it. Okay, right. now this sounds like uh, a pretty neutral story, really. I, I mean, felt like that I mean, could go but, either uh, way. But a lot of fun. Right. But okay. what's the bad story? Uh, so, okay, the... That sounds good, but it's not like, oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, but I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Right. Okay, so uh, what's, what's, what's so the So a negative. Uh, oh, shit, man. I lost uh, that one. Got drunk, couldn't story. find the condoms, and had sex with her anyway. So now yeah, no, that's too often. That <laughs> that's just too happens. often. That's what are Jeff's? What are Jeff's now? Do you have a good story for Jeff for asked this? to redeem I've both a, me and Jeremiah now. I've got a lot, but I really oh, I I can't talk one. about them. He's right, trying yeah, to get a job right now, so he can't tell us about it. All right, so, lay it on us. Uh, one of our favorite places when I lived in Washington, D.C., one of our favorite places to drink was called Murphy's Irish Pub okay. in Old Town Alexandria, an old Irish bar where the guys would play acoustic Irish drinking songs. The crowd would sing along. Uh, so we get, we're there drinking, and these guys like, oh, you're Marines. So they buy us a round of car bombs, Irish car bombs. So we've got seven of them lined up in front of us, right? And uh, my buddies look at me and go, we're going to another bar. Finish those. They didn't want to. So I take seven Irish car bombs in a row, walk out of the bar, get in the car, jump on the I-95. Okay. My buddy's a... You're driving. My buddy Mike Armstrong's driving. (laughs) I'm in the passenger seat of his Ford Ranger pickup truck that he bought a week before. Brand new, off-the-lot pickup truck. This guy, by the way, thinks he's fucking Mario Andretti. He's all over the freeway. We're going 120 miles an hour. I'm spinning fucking circles. Ford pickups can make it at 190 miles an hour? I may be exaggerating, but let's say it's irrelevant. <laughs> driving really so, so this guy looks at me. Look, you're so drunk, you're going 35 right. miles an hour. I'm spinning circles you. inside the truck. Yeah. And you're spinning at 100. This guy looks at me and goes, you all right, man? And I shake my head like, yeah. And then immediately start to throw up. And I try to cover my face with my mouth as I'm throwing up. So Rookie I create move. a fan of puke all over the dashboard of this guy's brand new truck. Oh, he okay. freaks out. Pulls over to the side of the freeway, walks around the backside of his truck, opens the passenger door. I hang out and just start throwing up. He sticks his head into the truck, smells what I've done to the inside of his truck, and immediately starts throwing up in unison with me on the side of the freeway for about two hours. Then our friend who was following us pulled up behind us. They take me out of the truck. They wipe down the truck the best they can. They throw me. They strip me down to my underwear, throw me into the bed of the truck, which has a bed cover on it. How is stripping you down to your underwear even necessary? I was covered in puke. puke. I'm covered in puke. You well, you were throwing you up outside of the car, I threw up all over the inside of the car. I don't know if you missed that part of the story, but I had thrown up all over the inside yeah, of the car. Dash, that though. included all over myself. That included. Marines, well, I'm just probably used <laughs> yeah. clothes to clean it up. So. I'm pretty sure. Right. So. I, that's what I would have done. Um. They put me in the bed of the truck, close the bed cover on the truck. They drive to Denny's, right? They eat breakfast at Denny's. They come out. They open the bed of the truck to check on me. I look up in a drunken stupor, and I say to them, literally, are we still going to Denny's? 
<laughs> we still go to Denny's. And uh, I don't know. That's this is one of the bad things. That, that, that bad doesn't things sound bad. bad. That doesn't sound bad to you? No, it doesn't. It was miserable. That's not bad. You Have you ever thrown up out of your nose? Uh, yes. And that was but, a good. Uh, that's an idle you know Tuesday. That's for Joel. not. You know, if if someone's going to okay, that that is a thing that could happen if you get a stomach flu. I mean, that's okay. not that's not necessary. Oh, I got drunk and threw up. Well, that's. That's that's what you told me just now. I got drunk and threw up. Okay, you know, I mean, I could, I could, have, like I said, I could have a stomach. Th- well, Foreman was throat. looking for you know, it, it's it's something bad that happened because you were drinking. Something uh, uh, detrimental to you, not just well, that night was horrible because I felt sick. Right. You know, and 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 so and and the other one, it wasn't. Uh, uh, it was. It, it sounded like fun, but it was in. It, and it, so it it was far more fun than right. this is bad. Okay, well, how about So passing, on balance, we have a, uh, alcohols on the plus side. Passing there. out shirtless on the sand dunes at the beach and waking up at noon um, completely blistered. That sounds really painful. That's pretty bizarre. That's an alcohol-related misery. Wait, did a hooker uh, you, fuck you, you? Like in between? How'd you get the blister? No, I was dating a girl, and we were at a party at the and beach. She had the blister. I pass out on the sand dunes, drunk, and uh, she's pissed that I got so drunk that I pass out on the sand dunes. She decides that she's going to spend the day shopping in my car. Oh, you got a sunburn. while she leaves me sleeping on the sand dunes. Yeah. Oh, really? That what wasn't are these sand dunes. So she what? Did Morrow she, Bay. Did she uh, oh, use wow. your credit card to to buy all the stuff? I never had credit. Well, you said I thought you said your card. So your car, is car, you said. my okay. automobile. I misheard. Right. You know, on balance, it sounds like alcohol is on the plus side here. Quite still, frankly. okay. Well, then we should drink, bro. Well, the, yeah, that's, that's it, all, that boy, cup the is reason full of I don't right drink there. is not because of good or bad experiences that I may have. Uh, honestly, the reason I drink is because it fucking tastes like shit. I can't stand the taste of alcohol. Mm. And I really dislike the feeling of being drunk. The couple of times that I have gotten drunk, I I really dislike yeah. it. I, I I didn't get drunk to the point where I threw up on on either of the two occasions, and there's only been two. But I really it, just I just felt I just felt dizzy around. and and couldn't couldn't walk straight or anything. And and uh, I, I don't I don't I know. Just I feel dizzy. Couldn't walk straight. Yeah, being drunk is dumb. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly, <laughs> and is. you know that's exactly what I'm saying in that shitty tone of voice as well. <laughs> uh, so it, uh, it it's it's not that I want to become a raging alcoholic so that I can have a good time. It's just that when someone who was a raging alcoholic and did have a good time tells me you're lucky that you didn't drink, it, it's it sounds a, a little shitty. I don't ever tell someone. They're yeah. lucky because they didn't drink. Well, you're lucky well, in the sense that, <laughs> but that I have. I heard was that. called fuckers. Just I was like, never drink. That's, the, that's if you you're, can get away okay. with never smoking and never drinking, you're making a right decision because well, it, it is expensive and it does tear the fuck up out of your body. Yeah, and it's almost pointless. To well, it. you're never gonna it's need. Like, it's uh, like having sex with your ex girlfriend. The thing is, you're never. Yeah, except you ejaculate at the end. Your of chances that, which of is ever nice. needing yeah. a new liver. Yeah. Yeah, or far uh, less than mine. Yeah, well, you know, more for her. Well, I I need to stop drinking so much friggin' soda is my problem, and I I, 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 I could lose a few pounds, and that's so that's I guess that's my 
that that's my my vice at this point but but uh and i'm the asshole that'll it, drink, it does i'll drink a gallon of beer but yeah. then i'll look at somebody and be like i don't drink soda yeah i do that <laughs> i don't do that that's no you know i i far too much and i i didn't that's i'm not gross. i'm not saying this to say uh that either alcohol is good or bad it's just a thing that people like to do you know do it you know have if you like it have fun it's just when uh, you know like i said when when someone who has had a great time doing it tells me that okay not forget lucky tells me that i'm better off that i didn't it just seems absurd okay well you, you, you are know, better off though you know, it's, especially it's, with smoking cigarettes that's you know, for sure yeah it's like getting blown by uh, a toothless toothless crack whore and not getting aids and telling me that i'm better off that i stayed flaccid until i got home and met <laughs> it's like no you're you, so you lucky. got to come i would have to say that you're so lucky you're that gretchen didn't finish you got to come in someone else's mouth without any consequences no i don't think i'm better off that i jerked off later instead oh there's well, for, always for, consequences there's always consequences. always joel well for a guy that's <laughs> always like, you're, you're always. obviously discontent that about how other people look at you know i i and you know I, no it's it's i do i do regret sometimes that i didn't have any i'll, I'll call them wild years yeah you gotta uh, build up that and energy, i i didn't bro. have any i mean i i uh, a taste for it in in high school i didn't uh and you know I, I don't mean to make this sound like oh poor me but you know it, uh oh, it, it may me. it may sound that way but i you know i didn't have a lot of friends i didn't go to parties or any of that stuff in high school i didn't i didn't go and do all the crazy stuff and then after that i joined the navy well tell me at least you hung out with the dungeons and everyone was just like they were in high school uh, yeah, well, I had right, right. I had friends, but yeah, I played I played Dungeons and Dragons some, but not good, until after good. high school. Oh, During well, high way. school, I did not have friends that I hung out with. Uh, See, I, I I was like, alone. I feel like I only time. had wild years, and as a result, it took until about my thirties to go like, "Holy shit, I haven't been focusing on anything that I wanted to do." And so I've had no wild years, and it took me until my forties. <laughs> okay, and uh, uh, but you know it. Uh, it it sounds like you had a good time, and I don't regret that I didn't do any of this stuff. Right. Um. But anyway. you you didn't miss out on anything, dude. Trust me. You didn't, and I, I honestly can't. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I did. Not all that great, man. I sure it was I, great, but I don't remember. I clearly did miss out on something. Nah. I no. clearly did. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, man. I've always wanted to play that. You're, I want to be a level eight orc. I want to do that. You're I want to really shoot lightning bolts. The fact that you said you wanted to play a level eight orc does tell me you yeah. know nothing about Dungeons. No, I actually do. I was just joking. I played a lot of uh, role playing games. So yeah. I I know all the classes. Oh, so you got to get drunk and have fun, and you played role playing games. Fuck I didn't you. play. I didn't play the. I didn't play the live action. Sit at a table with friends and play it though. I never did that. Oh. I just you played, played with like stuffed animals. The and, video like, your I, I made up you know my what? own scenarios I, in my own living room. And, I like, by yourself and played by myself. Okay. So you, you, you're just as sad as Joel. No, I didn't. No, no, I'm, I'm much sadder. Okay, this is how sad I am. I wrote miniatures combat rules for use with Transformers action figures. Whoa. Okay, I gave, I gave strength and firepower statistics for every single character. Even though I didn't have action figures for most, I only had like three or four. Dude, that's fucking amazing. But I, I wrote up dedication. Tell me what you did with Thundercats and their language i want to play this game with you uh 
I, I didn't do anything with Thundercats. Voltron? I, Voltron? Uh, have you saved, have you saved I, any oh. I saved enough money. because I wanted to go and buy the Voltron toy. That was a, all the different cars that you could put together. together. I, I saved enough money to buy them, and then I go to the store to get it, and they didn't have it anymore. It was on to whatever the Sons next new bitches. toy was, and I didn't uh. like the next one. Well, I, I don't remember what it was, but I, it took me like six months to save up 50 bucks to, to go buy that toy. Okay. And it was gone by the time I had the money to get it. See, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with G.I. Joe's. Those are my thing. Well, the I loved G.I. Joe's. And I had a huge collection of like everything G.I. Joe's. Three and a half inch. And then my mom started dating this guy. Yeah. And his shitty fucking son that I had to share a room with decided that one day while I was at school, he was going to take all my G.I. Joe stuff outside and play with it. And then he left it outside and it all got fucking stolen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The most tragic fucking thing. Did you have that one, the chick that's face turned colors? No. I can't remember where her name was. I had that Zorana? one. Zorana? I don't know what it was. Like, no, her face was green, Serena, and then and it would turn, and it was Zartan, red. Zartan. When you left it out yeah. in the sun. Was it sister or yeah. cousin yeah. Zorana? And then when you put right. it in the shade, it would turn green again. Toy. What was the He-Man toy that would flip faces? Oh, that was, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? He's, his name has face. Skeletor. Yeah, it was uh, Face Fuck McGillicuddy. Face Fuck McGillicuddy. No, that was the one. That's exactly what it was. What was the other face other than a skeleton? Two-Face. No, there was another character. It was like a, mon- it was like a monster face. I don't like yeah, it had it fangs. It was a monster that had yeah. two faces, and it was head was on like... I think it had like some felt it was a round head. to it, it too. What was that character's name? I know. I had that bitch, though. It was orange, right? But I had the He-Man yes. toys, who cringer, Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My yeah. brother used to call me Skeletor because I was skinny. Oh, was? like, where are you, where are you going? You Back to like Castle Grey School? I'm like, vegetarian? you're a jerk. That's He-Man's castle Your anyway. sounds really um, unoriginal and stupid. No, he's... Must run in the family! <laughs> it's, like, it's like calling a person with glasses four eyes. It's like, really? Yeah. That's, that's the best you it's got? It's like every time somebody Seriously. meets me and I go, my name's Jeremiah, and they go, oh, Jeremiah was a... What are you, a bullfrog? <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Is that a song? What uh, is that? No, I don't get it. I'm not a bullfrog. <laughs> I'm a human. I'm right uh, here in front that's of you. Sound, I, I know the person that would make that fucking joke. Every person that I meet in a restaurant... Any, any or uh, any old man, any yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing how it's amazing how attend regularly. Yeah, it's amazing how clever everyone thinks they are when they found out that you're a comedian. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The worst is because I'm a bartender. Hey, well, wait, wait, no. Uh, so the, the worst. Tell the story about when you guys got pulled over. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, that's a that's a good comedian. So we reference. get we get pulled over leaving. Uh, no, no, you get you get to put them the, in the showcase one. I'm going to. Okay. So we had Mad Samke as our music guy. At Tulare, Mike Adams. He's our music guy, and he's dressed like a hillbilly. This is like a part of his show that he puts on. Yeah. So he's wearing coveralls. His hair is disheveled. He's dirty, filthy. Oh, he that looks like nasty, trashy hillbilly. Yeah, that freaking straw hat. Straw hat. I'm in the back seat. I have my curly mustache. I'm wearing a shirt and tie, so I look just like a douchey hipster. You, you like the uh, I'm a boxer from the 20s kind of. Yeah, mustache? No, I was very slightly you know, whiplash, like okay. he looks right okay. now. And and then, and then Eric in the front seat wearing a shirt with a picture of me on it, <laughs> like basketball yeah. shorts. And so this cop pulls us over. <laughs> no, and I'm going to get t-shirts made with the pictures of every friend of mine, and just to have a whole <laughs> bunch of t-shirts with all my different friends on them. <laughs> I just so, fucking hate him. So this cop, we're going Is that to why Danny. he's in brackets. Actually, it's like it's <laughs> emphasizing how much he hates me. Oh, okay. You, so you should have had a bullseye thing on that. As right. we're going to Denny's to get something target. to eat after the show, this cop pulls us over for whatever reason, uh-huh. and he comes up to the car and he goes, "Hey guys, uh, you know why I stopped you?" And we're like, "No, we're we're just." Uh, I said, "We're just a bunch of comedians. We're coming from uh, a show we just did over here at this well, bar." Plus, you did not tell how drunk 
any of the people in the car were. We were because sh- it's completely shit faced. Oh my god, I was drunk. As I don't hell. think Mike had been drinking though. I had been drinking all night. We, me, and you were we drunk. Were the driver. Oh, let's be up. clear, Mike. Mad Samke is not a drinker. He doesn't drink at yeah. the shows, yeah. so he was not drunk. But we were completely we drunk were out of our minds. Pretty shit faced. And <laughs> pause for a second. Do I have to apologize to alcohol next episode? No, no, mm-hmm. you may have to prove it. You, you should have to you apologize definitely do. to You do have to apologize to alcohol. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, yeah. continue. So, um, and drugs. This cop walks up and goes, you know, you know why I stopped you? You go, no, I did some stupid bullshit excuse, probable cause, whatever. And uh, we go, oh, well, we're just a bunch of comedians. We just did a show here in town, and we're just going to Denny's to grab a bite to eat. And then he goes, Oh, you guys are comedian. No, no, what? No, first, no, yeah, no, no, no. Eric knows. First thing he did, he walks up to the car. The window rolls down. He looks at the three of us, yeah. and then he looks at Eric, the black guy in the car, and in he the goes, "Passenger seat. Hey, are you all right, man? Like as if we just kidnapped him, <laughs> right? If we, if we just kidnapped him, and we were like taking him somewhere, and he's like, "Are you okay? Like, yeah, are he you safe?" Asked the question again. He's like. Hey, are you, okay, are you safe? And then that's <laughs> you know what you should have said. Blink is, at me if you're in yeah, danger. Yeah, I'm fine, but these niggas are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so then I say, so then I say, um, yeah, we're good. We're comedians. We just got we're coming from the show. We're going to Denny's. So then he proceeds to tell us like the shittiest jokes we've ever heard. Oh my god! Like, yeah. And we're just going, oh, you're so funny, officer. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm going to write that one down. And then he just looks at us and goes, "All right, you guys have a good night," and walks away. And Eric looks at us and goes, is that what it's like to be white and pulled over by the cops? <laughs> it was yeah. the nicest experience I've <laughs> ever had with an officer. It was the nicest transaction interaction I've ever had with an officer in my entire life. He, he was, shook my hand. He was genuinely <laughs> right. concerned for my health. And then the next day, <laughs> now this is the best part. Then the next day, I wake up to a, a text message from... Um, <laughs> Mad Samke, which is the beginning of a joke that he decided to write. And it was a hillbilly, a hipster, and a nigger get pulled over by the cops. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never been treated so civil as a drunk black guy in a car. Yeah. Like, I've never... Like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. What are you, did he think like, that, are you sure? Am I like, good? I'm like, yeah, man. We're just hanging out. Would you like some water? I have a bottle in my car. Yeah. <laughs> are these white men... <laughs> holding you against your will. Let me smell your fingers, sir. <laughs> Did he say the that? Worst, the no, worst. No, no, okay, no. I was but gonna say it. Would just, it would just. It just seems so ironic that like there are two guys. It was, and, and we it, were the suspects in the car. We he's were the, asking me if I'm okay. We, that, he was a comedian too. He went meta on that shit. And I told yeah. him. I told him. I'm like, I'm pretty fucking drunk. We were stopped by the cops, I was like, and I'm really the mad. two white men in the car were the suspicious ones oh, to him. Oh my god, like, not the black guy. Yeah. So there's like Tillery for you because the open-minded officers. You know, like seriously, the the cops in Tillery, like I'm knocking on wood right now, but the cops in Tillery are probably the coolest cops I've ever dealt with. They stop outside of our show every night. They talk to us. They ask if we're all right. I, this is true. They pull up. They tell us jokes. They know we're doing our comedy show. They already know what's going on down there. They're always really cool with us. I walk home from every show because I only live like four blocks from the. From the Tulare's the bar we do it, and he doesn't have a car, so that and, too. Uh, yeah, that's thing. Yeah, you said something about they're moving. I, I never. They're hassled. moving. They're moving to another location oh, okay. within Tulare, uh, on actually the same in road a, that they're on, just on the other side of, of town. But uh, we're going to continue the Tulare thing. We're going to move. We're going to oh, be cool. doing it Sundays. It's a damn good show. We'll be posting that on our uh, on our Facebook page. All mm, the updates cool. for that. 
Cool. But we were talking about um, one of the other issues I have is I'm a bartender. Yeah. And I deal with the public all the time, obviously. I have a really good rapport with people. But um, every time they find out I'm a comedian, it's always like, tell us a joke. Oh, yeah. Tell us a joke. Like, Insta I don't even. Stage. I'm making. I'm making drinks right now, and I'm working. Like, this is not the time. I can, I have to like create a setting for hey, you. Work, work on this one. An asshole walks into a bar and asks the bartender to tell him a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, like, come up with a punchline. I'm not now. No, obviously, no, but I'm, no. Yeah, right that, now. No, 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 no. I'm not now. expecting you to I'm make actually, this joke that I maybe you know what, I'm just gonna an ass. So an how did that an, an ass, asshole? An asshole. and. Is that W H O L E J E R E M? Are we too loud? Is that? Are the other? <laughs> but you know, just words. Is that W H O L E or eight? I don't. I don't. Um, Jeremiah Nation is a douche. I can't spell douche because that's one of those it, words. It, it's, it's spelled B U L L F R O G. Sorry, <laughs> that's it. What was I'm that? I'm pretty I sure that's how it's spelled. It's spelled bullfrog. 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 Jeff didn't one. catch up with the spelling. He, uh, who he, was he, that? He, that sing that song. He, he only plays a bullfrog for the song. Jeremiah. And it's always like, I, well, there's like 40 people asking me for drinks right now, and you want me to tell you a fucking joke. Well, you and then they and then I finally throw one at them. I'm like, fine, here, and I give them something. I feed them a little bone, and then they stare at me like I'm a fucking asshole because it wasn't funny. Yeah, you know, like well, well plus you probably you. did you give them the your long well, form see, material? Or no, did I you always give them, give them Jeff Wallace material. Oh, you're a fucking ass. <laughs> you gave them my jokes. I don't tell mine <laughs> to them. No, I, I always say like stage. I do the who taught you to write? Who taught oh, you to drive shut your up. No, that's my joke. You, you can't you tell that. You can't tell that. No, it's not, it's not okay. <laughs> and every time they just stare at me like you're you're shitty. Oh, when I'm at work, I uh, um I'll when I get to work and I go up in front of the 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 work area and I yell good morning everybody everyone says good morning back and then I always tell a joke every day this is one of the one one of the oh, various one liners I've written I've got a whole notebook full of them. yeah but full like literally full there's like, like five or six pages in there I love there's uh, <laughs> like I really five do, or I really six do, uh, pages love people that just can do like you you do one liners you know? like, oh his thing, delivery uh, one liners are hard oh, as fuck oh, oh. and I'm not like um, I'm not a one-liner guy. Like, I love telling stories. That's my thing. Like, that's probably my bartending background is entertaining people through stories. So, like, I just love the one-liner thing, how people can just, like, how you can remember 30 minutes I love minutes that, of Jeremiah. I can't, I can't remember 30 minutes of one-liner material. I watched the most recent Dave Attell special on, oh, um, yeah. oh, on Netflix today, and I was just blown away. The guy's just one-liner after one-liner for an hour. Yeah, and it's just like the funniest shit ever, and I can't do that. To like, be able not... to remember a bunch of one-liners, I have to figure out a way to group them. Right, uh, and and then of course uh, the callbacks are easy to remember because they're I'm repeating the same joke over yeah, and over. And it's punchy, just so you're in, in slightly it. different ways. But it's for but, me, it's like I, I I think of a funny concept, and I I, I turn that into a story, the, and so I don't have to actually have to like remember an entire like thirty minutes of of one-liner yeah, material. Yeah, it's, it's a lot I easier. Bullet points. It's yeah. like, oh, uh, being broke. Yeah. Or, oh, being married. And I know, like, I'll tell this story, and I'll tell that story. And it's very simple for me. And yeah. that's how I simplify it for my dumb brain. But I see people that just do an hour of one-liners, and it's amazing to me well, how you know, they can do that. E- even, my, even my longer bits, most of them started off as one-liners. And uh, if, you, if you look at some of the longer bits I have, they're not a long bit. 
They're a no. string of five minutes of related one-liners. You're doing exactly what I read when I when I read about like how to write jokes or comedy. Like, oh yeah, the it, conception like of the joke. A joke it should be with that a joke concept. should be less than two minutes long. Yeah, that's what it said. Every and time. that's not me. I mean, be someone once told me there should be a, as far as that perspective. Uh, someone told me there should be a laugh every twenty seconds at the most. And uh, that's that's a, that's a bit much. That's hard. And if you think about uh, but, it, like, twenty seconds is actually a decent amount of time. You could say a lot in twenty seconds, but at the same time, you can't expect that you know you like that that kind of caliber of comic that can pull that off. It takes. But I have years. noticed also being a storyteller, um, you really have to like fight to keep people's attention because oh, there yeah. are, there are long breaks without a laugh. Yeah, where you're setting up a, a joke or you're telling a story, and and when when I see somebody like David tell, it's laugh after laugh after laugh. Yeah. Come from me. Like as I'm watching it, it's laugh after laugh after laugh. It's like he's hitting it and hitting it. Yeah, and it's like it. Stephen Wright and his prime. Thing. It's insane. Well, you know it. The uh, um, I don't know. I, I I feel like like half of my material is one liners and the other half of it isn't. But you know, most of the most of the things that are longer stories did start as a one liner, and then I would think of so another one that's sort of related. Right. And you would turn you know, it like, into like uh, like, I, a, like a genre or like a story uh, arc uh, uh, yeah it's like uh, when i do the bit about going to um uh going to vegas with with uh with my girlfriend and uh it ended up ending up at the male strip show you know then right i i throw in a couple of one-liners that what i have that? about why i don't like strip clubs what was that strip uh, club called? Th- thunder from down under yeah. it's a, a show at uh it was it was yeah. it was at excalibur and yeah, at I, the time. i'm convinced that joel thought he was going to a minute work concert no, I, I had seen no, I had seen no pictures. I had seen no posters. I had no idea what it was. I really didn't. And Come on, what could the thunder just, down under be? I something about Australia. <laughs> I don't know. Thunder wallabies. down under was, thought, I was like. Oh, she she says to me four. first. Can we go see the this th- thunder show? The thunder from down under. I would always associate with gonorrhea. Uh, well, I can see that. Yeah. But it was well, she started by by saying, Cause can we go to this Thunder show? And I said, well, what's that? And she said, well, it's just called Thunder from Down Under. It's just this thing I want to see. And I said, okay. She and so I bought the up. tickets. I, I didn't down, know. So I'll be really but you know what? The, the thing is, is every time I do that bit, as soon as I, I get to, oh, it's called Thunder from Down Under, Snickers start in the audience because so many people know what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, everyone knows what Thunder and Down Under is except know, for you, apparently, Joel. Uh, apparently. But everyone who uh, – no, quite a few people Everybody's don't know what it him. is, but they are hearing the other people it's a, snickering. It's a good lead, though. And so that, now they want yeah. in on the joke that, that – so, and so even the people who aren't, aren't snickering at that point at, oh, he went to the male strip show – are are still interested now because they want in on the joke that the person sitting next to him just got. Right. So you the know, Thunder so. from Down Under, to be clear, is not a wrestling match involving Paul Hogan. No, it is not. Okay. <laughs> this is a, Paul Hogan. But, to be clear. Uh, well, it, Crocodile when Dundee. I, when is that I, what we're uh, talking about yeah, there? Yeah, that was a uh, that's Dundee good. reference. But, but when I when I do that bit, then I talk. I I threw. I realized I had I, I wrote the bit about that, and then I realized that I had some one-liners about why I don't like strip clubs, and so then I, I work them into that, right? And and so because you're know, trying to remember this one-liner, this one-liner, this you know trying to do a half an hour of all one-liners. There's no way I would be able to memorize all of that stuff. Yeah, it's insane. But so then I, I put them together in in at least loosely related ways, and it's a lot easier to remember. Oh yeah, uh, a, a whole bunch of. Do them, you but. um. Do you practice your material a lot? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Uh, it was in uh, when I'm driving my bike 
to Telerius on Sunday. Hold uh, on. Can... I will be going over my material as I'm writing it. Hold I'm on. You my... can call that a bike and feel masculine. Yeah, that. <laughs> my, that was my question. Quite a motorcycle. Chopper. I'd say chopper. It's, no, no, you know, it's, it's, it's not the quite a hog, but it's more than a piglet. Let's just call. <laughs> let's just call it a scooter. Let's call it what it I is. I don't think it's. it's a, very I think it's scooter. more like a pork rind. It's the BMW <laughs> scooters. Actually, it's literally the BMW of scooters. Oh, no, it's, it's figuratively it's, the BMW of scooters because BMW it's not a BMW. Is it is a BMW. Oh, it is a BMW. Yes. Okay, so yes, it, it is. literally is the BMW of scooters. All right. When I was when I was talking to a sales guy, told him which one I wanted, and he was trying to make me feel. I don't know. For some reason, he was trying to make me feel better about getting a scooter which uh, you know i was like i really I wish got a that you went to instead like of a motorcycle because i'm too lazy to deal with your place that's go to a motorcycle place and buy a scooter but see I, I find it then you know you get a discount just like find, scooter sells discount no one's location buying or something. scooter i find it hard to practice the reason i ask i find it hard to practice my material because i like i i say i'm storytelling yeah is kind of my thing and i always rift when i'm uh, naturally i never tell this joke like the same way twice because I always end up rifting or going off on tangents or finding something else. And so I find it that, that practicing it kind of destroys it for me, that process. Uh, Well, I I can't, what do you call saying it numerous times though? Isn't that essentially practicing? Obviously, but I'm saying like I do the new. So if you if you wait, 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 if you keep, if you keep performing numerous times, you do it 10, 20, 30, 40 times. You're going to be getting better at it eventually, and it's going to go to a place. So you practicing is essentially you just saying that in well, front of a well, crowd you're numerous talking times. About, you're talking about the difference between practicing and performing. No, no, I'm because, not. Because uh, it's well, essentially the practice, same thing. I don't pr- well, I'm talking about well, practicing okay, in a wait, hold on. crowd. Comedy cannot, be practiced without an, uh, comedy cannot be practiced without an audience. Right. Uh, you sure can, can. You no. You're going over it to memorize. <laughs> sure, it can. Right. It's but my you're, mirror laughs you're not, every you're time. You're not practicing every because time. You don't need uh, uh, with, with practicing, it's uh, um, with the act of practicing, you're improving your performance. Right. Okay. Now, with a musical instrument, you play it and you're listening. You're your own audience. But with stand-up comedy, you are not your own audience. You, you can't be your okay, own audience. Okay, here's an example. You you need the audience. You so, are your so you know where. Are you there's about? a difference. No, okay. you just are your instrument. Your own you, argument. You, no, I didn't say you no, no, weren't uh, your own instrument. You you can't be your own audience with stand-up comedy. I think a good because, analogy is you know what the, the but joke you can is be your own audience if you're playing an instrument. Joke's always funny to you, or you wouldn't yeah, write it. Yes, because you could know music and be able to critique. But is is laughter not another art form? Is comedy not art? Is that what we're saying? Playing a musical instrument is not art. Writing a song is art. Right. Oh. Playing, uh, now playing now, now we're just stepping all over our no, no, forms right now. No, 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 we're not. Because music includes the uh, um, the the skill along with the art. The when thing. you're playing an instrument, right. the playing of right. the instrument it's is the skill memory. that you're doing, and that can be practiced. Jokes are, jokes are always funny to the comedian, or he wouldn't write them. Uh, right. The, the second, first time you write it, yes. Right. But a big part of what makes something funny is that it's a, it's a surprise. And after the, the first time value, you come up right. with a joke, that's that surprise hits you. That joke is never going to be as funny. But you wouldn't to you write again. it if you didn't think it was funny. Is my well, point. No, you so would. You're your worst audience. And uh, the best one, at a sense, it's uh, like this. There's a good analogy. NFL football, right? You already a, a terrible analogy, right? <laughs> well, for Jeff, who's never, I don't think you could even figure out how to hold one i can't even lift but, a football <laughs> but there's a difference between practice and exhibition games right 
Yes. You practice, Scrimmage. but an exhibition game is when you're actually playing a practice game against another team. There's yeah. a difference there. There's a difference between practicing your material in your house and, and performing it in front of a crowd and, and figuring out how it works. That's wow, I mean. I these metaphors and analogies are spectacular. I just want to say that I'm right really good now. at that. That's my gift. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing great. Gift to the fucking world. Woo-hoo. But I'm saying that comedy, man, comedy is a piece of shit. No, I'm kidding. I'm saying it's tough. It's hard. I don't understand why most of us do it. Hard. You know what's hard is like rushing with a fire team and storming a beach. That's hard. (laughs) Those are the real hard decisions. Comedy's not that. Oh, can we talk about military? Can we do that? No, No, let's let let's talk about comedy. Chatham, let's go somewhere. Like being funny is not that hard. Being like original about it and writing it in a way that's like different is hard. Yeah, that's that's true. Like the uh, one new joke that I came up with, and here I'm gonna toot my own horn. Here, I I saw a thing on Facebook. It said that the average male orgasm lasts six seconds. The average female orgasm lasts twenty three seconds. And over the course of about two weeks, between uh, Facebook and YouTube and and other and comics at comedy shows, I saw at least half a dozen comedians do a joke about that, and every one of them did the exact same joke. Women orgasm lasts four times longer, so we should get four times as many orgasms as men. Right. And so when I when I wrote a joke about that, uh, I wanted to do it in an original manner. So the joke I wrote was, the average male orgasm is six seconds, and the average female orgasm is fake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I... I had thought of four times long and dismissed it almost immediately because it seemed so easy. It, yeah, it came right away. Yeah, I, I for just, the harder punch. It's like a, exactly. It's like a take and, my and, wife, please thing. Yeah, 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 you know. And so, yeah, you, you're right. You want to be more original now, about it. You could tell that but, joke. You could tell the joke about the the twenty second as opposed to the six second, and it would be funny. Yes, and people would laugh, but it wouldn't be unique or original to you. Right. And that's the difference. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is inevitable that you're going to end up with jokes that are similar or even virtually identical to other comedians out there. There's just so many comics, and we are all drawing off of the same reality. The idea that any of us have an original thought is insane. Anyway. No, I don't think that's true. I, we I we do have original thoughts, before. but you, you know what? I agree with you entirely. More than, more than one person might have the same original thought. Like I, I wrote, okay, I, I, I wrote a, so, yeah. I wrote a joke about how um, uh, my ex girlfriend used to stuff her bra. So the first time I got to second base, I found out the bases were loaded. <laughs> and that's a good one. I found out about two or three months after I came up with that joke, that Wendy Liebman had an almost identical joke that she had done several years before. But I had never heard her do comedy before, so I didn't know she wrote yes, that. So. We Wendy both Liebman? had an original thought. Yeah, uh, her joke was, I stuff my bra, so if you get to second base with me, you're going to find out the bases are loaded. We both had an original thought. It ha- it did happen to be you the same thought. You influenced by her thought. I wasn't influenced so by hers. I, I did. Right. So Right. And, you know, I, actually, I met her at Giggles Comedy Club, and I apologized to her i was like i did not mean to steal your joke i'm sorry i didn't know it was yours and she told me oh that's okay if you if you really wrote it go ahead and tell it right that happened between me and steve martin once this is, this is what she, she said, said to that me. yeah she oh, said wow. that to me so yeah she, she so she 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 sees, saw that that happened and got it and was really cool about it but yeah yeah you you can have an you Just can have original you have the same thoughts thought doesn't make it unoriginal yes exactly right. yeah that makes sense 
No, it's just mm. how things work, and that's always been my perspective when it comes to to comedy and everything. You you go for the the difficult punch. You, yeah. You yeah. don't go for the easy, just low hanging fruit. You're yeah. Right. It's cheap. Yeah. Like I'm gonna climb that tree all the way top and get that weird, precious, deformed thing yeah. that has that sweet center that no one has ever had. That's Man, I can't that's hear what you I want. Talk about you know, this. If, if you, I want that motherfucker. If you, oh, I want to do tell a joke. So hard. We should just all Man. get it. Goddamn nigger toes. That's what they call them. Fucking em. nigger toes. <laughs> That's a, that's they a, don't even look that's like a nut. That's nigger a nut, toes. It's a, just... It was hazelnut or something. But <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're delicious, though. They're delicious, though. I'm allergic to nuts. Okay. What about these, <laughs> these nuts? These nuts. Oh, oh God. Another, Sorry. I, it the yeah. I saw it coming. Yeah, we're talking about going for the hard punchline, and then we immediately... <laughs> yeah, we all turned 13. Uh, do you guys want to say, away. like... What's up? No. As much as we all love originality, we also all love farts. Exactly. Well, you know, so, and every but every go. fart I create is original. <laughs> That's true. That is unique it's, unto your it your, is. Uh, your, your bat cave. I can literally say this in a minute. Cave. You're full of shit. <laughs> that's that's actually your farts are generally your body's way of saying I got some stuff to get rid of. I've yeah. had enough. Of you need to go to the bathroom. You now. shouldn't have eaten that. <laughs> you need to go take a shit. <laughs> I tried to warn you. Why are you in control you of know. me? You're making Taco terrible Bell decisions. Taco Bell was a bad move. <laughs> Taco Bell was a bad yes, yeah. but uh, in combination with Jameson and whatever beer you're drinking, of Stella Artois. 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 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, uh, um, Any word that makes your mouth move in that direction is probably shouldn't be said. Like a, a French connotation. And any any, any word hard. that when you pronounce it properly makes you open your mouth as if you're giving a blowjob should not be said. I, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I always uh, – people are like, oh, can you speak another language? I always just um, quote the Beatles song, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so I always say "Son les mon qui vont très bien ensemble," which um, is the Beatles song is like these, Can we do some which more is acid? French for "I have a tribal tattoo of someone kick flipping over a tribal son on my back." No, it's just it's French for <laughs> it's French for these are words that go together well, <laughs> which oh, wow. is in the Beatles song That's Michel. So oh, I always I say "Son les." That. Do you speak French? I go "Son les mon qui vont très bien ensemble," and they go like, "Oh my God, you speak French!" And I go, "Not actually. I just no, I I memorized the song. I memorized one just, statement. I memorized say, one Beatles yeah, song." Dude. Now, the the uh, the smartest person I know is the uh, the Middle Eastern dude that works at the mini mart near my dad's house. Hold on, I gotta yeah. stop you right there. I can agree the with that. Those guys are fucking man, smart. The smartest man you know operates a gas station liquor store. Yeah, because he's making dude, money, no, 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 motherfucker. Bank, bank at those motherfuckers. Look, yeah, he, dude, like every every cigarette stores. Sorry, I, I, I can I can back up reason. I can back up my statement. Every cigarette his, store in Visalia is owned by one guy. He is Arab, every Arabic cigarette. or something. But every cigarette store, there's like fucking ten there. One guy, and he's at every store hey, all the time. He's as, like a magic well, era. Jeff, as interesting he's as that is, magic, he's a You mean at, he's a genie? Anytime I go to any of the stores, I'll like I'll go around. As interesting anywhere, as your story is, just jo- JT there. was just telling us a story. <laughs> yeah, so totally. maybe yeah, we JT's going to get right into the middle of it in just a second here. <laughs> that was really interesting about Visalia cool, and their though. cigarette stores. That is cool, though, that you have opinions and things that you'd like to share. <laughs> but JT was telling a story. That's Jeff, good. That's good Jeff, to know. Jeff, you're you're a guest on my podcast, so please. 
continue. Yeah, keep talking about that. I just finished my point. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? Anyway. <laughs> okay. Hey, the host gets to talk now. <laughs> Yay. I probably talk more than anyone else on all these shows. I love the sound of my own voice. That's it's, one of the reasons I started I love doing a podcast. I love how to cut me off just now. <laughs> I know. Like, I've been hogging the mic yeah. all night. Uh, fucking uh, idiot. I, I, was, I was there getting a soda or something that I shouldn't be eating, and uh, I, I hear him, the guy that owns the place, he, he yells to his cousin or brother or whatever in the back in one language. And then he speaks on the phone in another. Now, I, I don't know what the two languages are, but I know they were different because in one of them he cleared his throat, the other one he spit twice. So I know the difference. <laughs> and then he speaks to the guy in front of me in line in Spanish, and he speaks to me in English. And I was like, dude, how many languages do you speak? And he says, five. Uh, Hindi, Farsi, German, Spanish, and English. Wow. Farsi is a great language. Yeah. I So... That's why so he's he is the smartest person I know. That's I I I couldn't if you I I took Spanish for two years in high school. I took it for two years at Fresno City College. And if you held a gun to my head, I probably still couldn't count to twenty in Spanish. <laughs> Let's not try it. Right. But uh, and, I want to do that now. You know, I have four four years of Spanish, say, and I, oh, no. I still say, can't oh, count to no. twenty. I the reason and, that and I, I and I couldn't roll an R downhill with a running start. The reason that so, I'm convinced that so I can never get the pronunci- pronunciation right. I don't understand how someone can know more than any one language. Like I, I'm same way, man. Like I, I barely know six English. languages. I, I don't like, know how. How do you keep it straight? Because in your we're head. arrogant Americans, we refuse to learn other languages. Everyone should well, learn. You know what? The, you know why there are so many different languages? Is because the King of Babel invented the apartment building. <laughs> I, I read the story in the Bible, and that's what I took from Wait, is it. Is Babel like an apartment complex? No, the king of Babel, he's he's the, the king of everyone in the world, and God shows up and says, hey, man, I said you're supposed to populate the earth, so you're going to have to send everybody out in different directions to populate different parts of the earth. And the king of Babel is like, but if everyone separates, then I'll lose control over everybody. We need to do something to keep them here. So we're going to build a giant building. So to convince Jesus. all of his people to build the giant building, he tells them we're building a building that's going to reach all the way to heaven. So we yeah. So he builds the Tower of Babel so that he would have a place for everyone to live. And then yes, God no. confounded the languages to force everyone to separate. So we would all be speaking the same language if the king of Babel had not invented the apartment building. Death to sacrifice a baby after hearing that? Is that something I have to do? Well, see, I did read the Bible, and I paid attention. Most people read the Bible. Uh, Joel, it's pronounced Bibble. No. The reason Bibble, that... Uh, pardon me. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. The reason that Bibble, I'm convinced that my local gas station owner is Bible. a <laughs> The reason that I'm convinced my local gas station owner is a genius is because I walked in the other day, and he had a TV behind the counter okay. Man, local that's, news that's local like, news is on that's and this minimum guy, requirement yeah. for every genius. time i go in everybody's a motherfucker right mm. hey, motherfucker. Hey, hey motherfucker hey motherfucker you motherfucker what are you doing motherfucker you motherfucker right so i walk in and he goes hey what's up motherfucker and i'm like hey what's up motherfucker and he goes what's this shit right here he's pointing at his tv this shit right here this, fuck this, this shit bullshit. right here motherfucker it's bullshit yeah this he's pointing they're the news. so cool it's always bad Always bad news. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's always bad. Bad shit today. Everybody unhappy. Motherfuckers all unhappy. It's never good. It's never, oh, weather was nice today. Everyone happy. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's fucking true, man. Like, that's he, fucking he's, deep. He's paraphrasing Bill Hicks right there. Is you he? Remember that? Is he doing it? Have you ever shitty? heard that bit? 
No. Uh, he does it. He talks about watching CNN. He's like, you ever watch CNN for like 23 hours in one day? I don't recommend that. <laughs> it's all war, famine, death, AIDS, homeless, de- depression, recession. War, famine, death, AIDS, homeless, depression, recession. So I want to smoke a cigarette. And then you look out your window and it's like, what the fuck is this shit happening? <laughs> Ted Turner's making this up, man. Yeah. yeah. I want It's uh, Jane Fonda won't sleep with him, so he runs to a typewriter. By 1985, everyone will all die of AIDS. Read on, on that on there. <laughs> I don't get laid. No one gets laid. No one gets laid. It's like, I want to see a well-laid Ted Turner new- newscast. Hey, it's all going to work out. Here's sports. <laughs> yeah, we're all cool. It's all right, man. Yeah, that seems like it's always we'll be okay. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everybody was happy today. Puppies were born. It's good. <laughs> I like puppies. Sun in the sky. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I like you. You know, you're smart. Tell yeah. me more stuff. In a weird, <laughs> tell me more stuff and call me motherfucker a bunch. Yeah, that's always fun when someone calls you motherfucker. Everybody loves that. Yeah, oh, everybody love loves it. a good motherfucker. Huh. Well, uh, we're over an hour and a half. That's wow. cool. We've like accomplished so many things. So you, you're saying you got about 30 minutes of. Solid, yeah, got 30 solid shit. I'm after cut off the first like 45 minutes and most of when I was speaking. No one cares. That's all right. Uh, a lot uh, of editing to guys, do. Uh, thanks a lot for doing the podcast. I really uh, do yay, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we, we love you, man. Job, yeah, yeah. This I really the, enjoyed it tonight. This is the yeah. best. This is the most successful you, you, podcast I've ever been a part of. You and you've made four of true. them. <laughs> <Very true. laughs> uh, well, I uh, uh, yeah. Like, thanks again. We're we're, we're uh, recording here in Tulare. Came out here to these guys to to record the show this is their hometown so i guess is this the hilarious episode of the podcast i guess this is i guess it is officially me and jeff and eric are involved this is the hilarious podcast this is the hilarious episode bitter comics we brought podcast we brought the bitter comics to hilarious version we we engulfed him in you know i've always methane gas we talked about comedy for like a solid two minutes at the end at least yeah well really good we got through that well you know i've I've always wanted to do an episode of my podcast with an audience just because I'm an arrogant bastard, I guess. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> JT wants to do it at our show. No. We should. No, we don't. could do that. We should do one on the <laughs> stage. We, don't we tried care. to do one on the stage once, and then we got heckled by a really drunk guy who demanded... Oh, Wesley. Wesley. Yeah, Wesley. We all know Wesley. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. I'm not going to say his name, but Wesley Macedo demanded to come on stage and take the microphone and was like, why don't you talk about real political stuff? And, and we then he like, had a diabetic the fit and fell off stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then he it's went like into awesome. a diabetic coma and died. It's like Yay. Wesley and Dustin, like, don't get them drunk together. It's no, like never. Worst never. Siblings it's a bad idea. Have both inebriated. Terrible idea. Oh. That <laughs> was that, that night. That was like a perfect clusterfuck of fuck. Oh. Anyway, oh. hey, if you want to do a podcast down there sometime, that's, that would be really yeah, great. We could we, do that. We cool. can set up a night. Uh, you know, I would need to make sure that I did have very specific things to talk about so that the show would flow. Sure. But yeah, yeah, so I did, no. would. He's basically. Well, I mean, we'll I, do I like after the open mic, though. JT I mean, Foreman is a hilarious favorite. He is one of oh, our yeah. favorite You're guys to have down. He's nice. super supportive of us. We love him, and he's going to be headlining our next showcase. I am. Yeah. Oh yeah. We discussed. <laughs> I know. Oh wow, he just forgot. That's good. <laughs> he's going to be headlining our next showcase on. Well, I wasn't sure if you would discuss it with your your 19th, uh, cohort. I don't, I don't talk to him yet, about so. shit. Okay. He's right. like my Come wife. He He's like his oh, wife. So the only time you guys actually talk to each other is between the other comics. When I don't see much a difference between He's like Sonia uh, and Jeff. Jeff's like my the They're wife. Practically of the same like, woman. He just folds my laundry and uh, feeds me, fucks me. 
I'm not going to And I lie. make all the decisions. So. It's completely true. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, JT is going to be headlining our next showcase on the 19th. Uh, uh, of July at, Is it still going to be at Haffy's It's going to be point? still at Haffy's That's not going to be <laughs> moving yet July 19th um, Too much whiskey we have, cool. Yeah there's Jeff coughing from the whiskey Because his vagina can't handle it It, it got all for clumsy You know it is vast and cavernous Or the whiskey Cavernous the vagina. I like that You're, <laughs> you're not like a, like no, a see, lost British girl Okay That's why cavernous. my wife's so mad at me You're going too far down with the body shots I assume supposed that to put you're it in supposed the belly to inject button. it into the vagina no, and no, then no. suck it out. No, no, belly button. You feel no, no. The that's belly called button. a rusty venture. <laughs> a rusty <laughs> venture. <laughs> that sounds like a D and D character, actually. That kind of does. The rusty venture. Rusty venture. <laughs> this is rusty venture. Like, that's like that's like a, a mix He's a level eight a ranger and a wizard. <laughs> it sounds like the 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 forgotten Venture Brothers villain. Uh-huh. Actually, that is uh, that's Doctor Thaddeus Venture's son. Is Rusty Venture? Oh, that is Rusty Venture. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, so now we're just sorry, now we're just being hacky reference. and stealing material. Excuse me for doing a pop culture. Leave it to reference. the block guy to steal things. Ooh, that's but not tough. to not to continue to plug our show. But uh, uh, the nineteenth is our next showcase. JT Foreman is going to be headlining that, and we have Andrew Boydston featuring. We have Alex Oldenburg. Who's an up and comer who's really funny. Getting sharper every day. Are you he's expecting me to solid. say something? No, I don't I'm give a fuck about anything he's you're saying. He's really, right now. really good. And he's like so he's, he's, he's looking at you so if he he'll notice the, the disapproving look if yeah. he, if he gets one of these. I get wrong. that glance from my wife. And as long as you keep plans. smiling and staring deeply into his eyes, he knows he's got this right. I'm looking for the wife glance. The, the wife glance. <laughs> the wife glance of like, don't talk about that shit. And I'm it's like, more okay, of a glare. A leer. But even. uh Alex Oldenburg is, is a guy that has been supporting us for a couple of years, and he started doing comedy recently, and this kid is, like, really He's talented. been supporting us for a couple of years. Is it, Writer is it from the, the one Valley that Boy, I, Whatever, dude. Is, is that the one trying whose to make joke I just went way too far with? No. Okay. No, this is the guy with the glasses and the big hair that laughs at his own jokes. That's performed okay. twice. He did the, like, yes. the, He's performed twice. Jurassic Park joke about, like... Uh, why did they turn the T-Rex cage on last? Like, why yeah. was it the last thing she turned yeah. on? That he's should do, have been the first. Like the doing lights. really good, though. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. The popcorn machine, the soda machine. Oh, there, T-Rex. He's, <laughs> he's the guy that, that comes to the open mic every week, and you see him sitting there, and every time that he comes, you're like, do you want to perform? Do you want to like get on yeah. stage? And he's like, no, yeah. man, I'm just here to support. I'm just here to be friends with you guys. I like to have a good time. I was like, okay, sure, whatever, buddy. And then a year later, he's like, I think I'm, I'm finally ready. I think I'm ready. Yeah, and then he kills. <laughs> yeah, and he did really and, good. And the thing I love about him is he's fearless. So he, he literally goes up on stage his second time doing comedy, and he's like, give me a word. Give me something. Give me a word. Screw and it, somebody says a word, and then he just fucking riffs on it and kills. And, yeah. and he giggles at his own jokes, and it just cracks me up watching lo- this it's, it's like his bearing. He, he said something Cracks. off the cuff at, at his last show that left me like rolling in stitches, and that was uh, – he said – Oh, no, that's not the most terrifying thing I've ever been through because I'm afraid of elevators. No, no, he goes, goes, because I don't do elevators. No, I'm afraid of elevators. Yeah, and I'm like, like, what happened it to you? I'm el- afraid of elevators. He was like, no, that's not the most inter- terrifying thing in the world. Let's not even talk about elevators. It was so honest. It was just like, because that's not That's like the second worst thing I've ever yeah, done. Yeah, it's like. Elevators. I've been in an elevator. It's like saying yeah, oh, I've been in an fuck? elevator. It's like I, yeah. I like. Let's talk about death and rape and murder. But radishes. Fuck those. Anyway, 
death, rape, and yeah. murder. It was like the weirdest but, uh, thing to just interject into something. I have to change fun. my safety word now. It was radishes. My safety word. My <laughs> safety elevator. word. Plural. <laughs> my safety word radishes. is banana, but I never use it because uh. I can never get the ash on radishes. But it, and we, then we have uh, who's opening for that show? I, why you look? I don't. God, you're a fucking. I idiot. don't do any of these things anymore. Moron. This is your thing. Remember, Another local guy. I don't remember who it was, but somebody told me. Yeah, you know, my girlfriend Lorenzo. and I have a safety oh, word. Lorenzo, but cool. she said that if that's she great. says the safety word, it's okay to keep going for a little. Did bit. Did you check with him already? <laughs> <laughs> she says yeah, that's it. kind of defeating the whole purpose of a, a safety, safety word, word here. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, uh, here's my plug. Uh, Eric, my what do you club got? video launches. Yeah, September my club 1st. videos too, man. September first, a lot of fun. The very first day of September. Yeah, we need to get that thing rolling. By the We've way, we've been filming some Actually, short uh, comedy shorts. Yes, oh, cool. for Telarius. It's a, a podcast slash video podcast that Eric Chatham does called Mike Club. And what we say, first rule of my club, tell everybody about, about my club. Right. Second rule of my club is you tell everybody about my club. Right. Spread the word. Spread Third the rule word. is never swallow Eric's Short five Third rule of my club, Short show up minute. very early because Eric will be entirely unprepared to film. Does of anyone know who? <laughs> show up late. Have you guys Always ever heard of St. Alphonsus? Is that like St. Elmo's Fire? Oh, I love this conversation, though. No. Yeah. uh, I should have looked it up, but that's too much work. Uh, I I get a text from my sister, uh, from my mother. My sister broke her hip. Uh, She had surgery. She's fine. She's going to be all right. So we can make fun of her now. Um, (laughs) She... uh, she, (laughs) No, we're not making fun of my sister. Um, (laughs) I am. I'm going to. I'm doing it already. I, I asked, okay, well, where's she at? And my mother tells me, Oh, well, in Oregon, she's at St. Alphonsus Medical Center. Now, I'm not completely familiar with all of the Catholic saints, but I think she made that one up. Okay. <laughs> that sounds fake. St. Alphonsus. Alfonso. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, St. Alphonsus. Alphonsus. And, and I was like, I don't remember the Fonz being canonized. I don't think that happened. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think I, I don't think Henry Winkler had three miracles. Yeah, no, no. Look, he did turning ju- on a, turning on a jukebox is one. Okay, and he jumped a shark. That's two. Ooh, but he didn't get a to third. Rock There's a no fucking third. leather jacket. He really should. Now nah, you know shark. what? Anyone can he was rock a mentor a for Richie no, Cunningham. No, look, look, have you ever seen me in a leather jacket? I look fucking cool. All right, yeah. if I can look cool yeah. in a leather jacket, anyone can look cool. You he made like Ron Jeffrey Howard look Dollar. cool. He made Richie Cunningham, aka Ron Howard, look cool. That's a third miracle. You know, I think this might be a real thing. He, Ron Howard, still looks like he has Willow. cancer. He's cool all on his own. <laughs> yeah, and then he did Far That was a great away. fucking movie. Wait, he has um, cancer? He, wait, he did I Far and Away? Looks, Ron, Ron still looks like he, he has cancer. Backdraft. Like, it's like uh, every yeah, time I see this guy. Never saw that. Never saw Backdraft. Never see Backdraft? You should oh. watch it. It's about um, fire. Fire. That uh, movie and is oxygen. Hot. It's about fi- how oxygen feeds uh, fires. It has one of those. It's everyone's just going to walk right past the, the it's bad a, pun coming from uh, Eric It's here. a two-hour movie. Backdraft, of, that movie's yeah, no, hot. Like, really? The nothing. Guys. Yeah. Nothing. It's, it's a two-hour movie about um, that has family all the and how oxygen feeds fires. do all the things. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Isn't that what, what every movie they? is about? Isn't really? that really what it's all about? Steven. Billy, the Baldwins. One of the Baldwins is in that. I think I think it's Billy. Billy. I think Billy Billy is in that one. Which one? No, Alec is Billy. Billy is in Backdraft. Billy Baldwin. It's Billy Baldwin. William Billy, aka Billy. 
Billy Baldwin. Pastor. No. Old Billy. Billy. No. The dude that died. Everyone. Who is in your buddy's movie? River Phoenix. Yeah. No. Rinaldi's movie. He died yeah, in the wait, movie. Wait, you know it was a piece of shit. Oh. Like, it was a fucking... Oh, yeah, I didn't, didn't actually watch it. Uh, it should have been clear on that. It was it was someone like died Christian. in the movie. <laughs> All right. The, it was, a famous person died in the movie. It's, it's, I, I've seen that a couple times in, in films where they'll take was someone that you Bean? would expect to be in the whole film and they'll kill him like right near the beginning. Was it Sean Bean? Just so they try to give you... I don't think it was Sean Bean. I bet it was Sean Bean. To try to give you this thing, like, oh my gosh, anyone could die. Right. Oh, that guy. Oh, my God. They got rid of the biggest, yeah. like, top-billed guy. It's like exactly Mike Rinaldi does not listen killed, to this podcast. Uh, he will eventually. The <laughs> martial arts guy. No, I, don't, I didn't see I that don't movie. Care. Yeah, you know, this is horrible. It smells like vagina. We've got two conversations going on. Yeah, talking about we've each gone other. off on the The audience tangent. is probably all pissed off. I'm right pretty now. sure the show's done at Both this point. Both of the audience members <laughs> No, this is how you, like, you really make hell. things happen because you throw confusion into it and people are like, I don't know whose side to pick. And then we I'm all start singing the same song at the same then, time. Exactly. The, no, this yes, is, that's no, this how it works. Like in third grade singing around, and I always did singing around where someone, okay, you guys start singing, and after one verse, you guys start singing. I always wanted to get You know what I hate about stupid sandwiches? Is it Plus, we have a, a black guy that talks over every. But he will apologize later. We got the black that guy one. that talks over every uh, uh, story we start. Yeah, there you go. Actually, it's been uh, <laughs> it's been Jeff that talked over all the stories because <laughs> yeah. I guess he's the real black man in the room now. Well, he's, I'll his dick is larger okay than that. <laughs> he's black from the ankles down. Uh, his dick is larger. It is really <laughs> wide. It's like much wider. It's than super that. wide. I'm it's black like a tapeworm. from the toes down because I have frostbite and they're going to fall off. No. It's like the saddest They turn black and black, black from the diploma down. Once you go black, you have frostbite. <laughs> yes. I think you're, <laughs> right. you're probably going to lose true. it. It's very true. Once you go black, you lost you have lost frostbite. Once you go black, you lost a toe on Mount Everest. <laughs> I hate Mount Everest. That's like the worst of mounts. Tinsy! <laughs> That's my least you, favorite Do you prefer the Mount Gay bourbon? Yes! The Mount Gay rum. Barbados. Mount Gay rum? Jeff is definitely a Mount Gay rum hey, kind of no, guy. Hey, Mount Gay... You, you, eat, you drink enough rum intimidating. and you might get mounted by a gay person. There's a mount of gays. A mount That's of true. Gays. If you just We've determined give that, 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 we've determined that based upon the, the... This is a real alcohol, Mount Gay rum. No, it was no, on the bar. I've seen it. And... We determined, me and Joel, after having a long conversation on the subject, that there's a gaggle of geese, that there's, there's a, a pride of lions, and a mount of gays. That's right. There's a oh, mount of that's plural, very funny. It's the plural that's group. Yeah. So I was in San Francisco the other day, the and uh, I got accosted by like a homosexual man. Yes. Only homosexual men. That's not lesbians. It's just gay men. Yeah, is a mount of. I, I uh, mount of gays. I went to I went to San Francisco during Pride Week, and I was slapped in the face. With a dildo by amount of gays. Mm-hmm. You know what? Sometimes uh, I just wish I could just like bitch slap amount of gays because they're so always complaining about shit. But then you're gonna have to deal with a it's bunch of bitch slaps. In a different direction. I was <laughs> embracing not a hate gays. The gays Eric. I was embracing, and I feel like you took that in another direction. You know what? You know what the problem with gays is? Ain't enough of them. Except they're the not all men. fucking me. <laughs> you know what the problem the with gays men. is? Sucking all their dicks at the same time. Man, they're taking all the good men. Filling up my no, tummy. Think, you know what? Anyone willing to remove themselves from the competition for the women I want, I would like to say thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. I want to. Now, you know what? Yeah, I, I envy, I envy homosexual men. 
Uh, I would love to live in a sexual environment where the line, hey, want to fuck, has a chance of working. Every time. See, here's the Actually, thing. Not only has a chance of working, it will work. I think it's delivery on that. It's just, if you can properly deliver the line, hey, like if you can really oh god yes i do yeah. no. he's right oh my god you properly have to delivered the, the gay community that's a line that not only could work every time but will work like every well, time see, it's almost mandatory it's it's, yeah. it's because it's men right and that's and all guys want to do is fuck yes it, it, has, it has nothing to do with the fact that they're homosexual it really is it's the, the guy, fact that they're males the, the man the male favorite pastime is fucking you know i i i think i upset someone the other day uh when I, I, I said that men, uh, I, I was asked why there are so few female comedians compared to how many men there are. And I, I told the person that, well, when a guy is insecure, he become a comedian. And when a girl is insecure, she becomes a slut. <laughs> and here's the thing. I do, I do believe that is true. However, the opposite is the case here because when a woman is secure, then she can become a comedian, and when a man is insecure, then he becomes. Or, I'm, a I'm sorry. When a, when a right. man when a woman is secure, she can become a comedian, and when a man is secure, he can become a slut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because all of the women now, I would and love when his, when all, all the women now want standard. to fuck him. And when a man is insecure, he can become a comedian. No, like, uh, if, yes. When a man is insecure, becomes a comedian. A woman's insecure, becomes a slut. When a man is secure, he can be a slut. And when a woman is secure, then she can be a comedian. There you go. That's the thing. It's a, it's a double standard. And I have that joke where it's no. It's, like, it's just another you example of how men and women are different. And so now, see, I've developed into into a hack joke. Hooray! Like you don't have to be you, like to when you to be a slut as a guy. You do so much fucking work. Like there's so much cover identities. Well, see, there you go. Black ops, you got to do. Well, girls, you just got to be fucking there. Exactly. And that's, you just got to open the legs and say go. Well, in, exactly. See, I would love to be a slut if only women would let me. And I, I do not simply do not possess the uh, social Here. skills or the hooker money Take it, to be Daddy. able to do the that. The thing is, like, men have to put work in. They have to try. We you have, have to actually try. try and, like, try and fail and try and fail and try and fail and try and fail. Where women have to ask. Well, a guy women needs have to, to get do a woman do not. to want women to have go, sex with him. Hey, do you want men to already inside? want to have sex with women? Yeah, you women guys go, are being ridiculous. Hey, I know that's true, where, and it's not anywhere near what you guys are saying. I know yes, it's, it it's cute and it's adorable, okay. but like what men do is not about sex. It's it's not that at all. What we do is we just confuse everyone into thinking that we're important people. That's all it is. We just like let women think that we are who we let them think that we are. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have anything to do with anything other than just us confusing them into the idea that we're okay and that we should be fucked. That's wow. it. Wow. Like, there's you, you, nothing you really physical, know how to lay it down for us. There's nothing physical and attractive about any of us that is amazing. It's just a matter should of... We talk about the picture? He's you know, he spent the last up. hour and 45 yeah, minutes I think we should just doodling a picture of himself. That wasn't think, a picture no, no. of me. How's Come that on. picture of that's me? That's a self-portrait. There is nothing bird-like about those lips. <laughs> that is a that is Eric Chatham's lips. Oh, God. No, I think that's like everything. Me. He's got some tribal fucking artwork all over his forehead. I think that's me if I was his Jesus lover. Christ, Jeff. What, do you <laughs> want to draw a picture? No. Jeff I don't want to doodle for two hours. 
this whole Well, you time. guys have been here talking. I've been talking, I've just too. been drawing I've been stuff. talking to my little friend here, Roy. <laughs> There's a pad. We were given notepads from Eric Chatham. Oh, well, you are in my no, we stole no, 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 no. We, stole we were not notepads. given notepads. We stole notepads no, from no, the no, Hampton no. Inn. No, we were given Well, that's what I was getting at. Pads. That's the point I was getting. We were given no, these notepads just... to draw notes on, and the title at the bottom of the notepad is ThoughtPad. Yes. And what Jeff spent two hours doing was doodling <laughs> a face across the notepad, the ThoughtPad. He filled yes, the, the thought entire ThoughtPad. I did a really good job. That is made on recycled paper. Which leads okay, me to no, believe look, that Jeff is they just can recycle my artwork. Though. Trying to uh, destroy the oh, idea that I take recycling a of this helps. And put it in the show notes. Yeah, sure. You okay. Can do now that. I'm looking at this paper. I, he, the left eye is all bloodshot, but the right eye is not. Sounds like I half-ass almost everything. I focus on the, the right eye, and then the I, left eye just like threw in there. I don't know. I don't know what these squirrels are. Squirrel, squirrely lines things are up on the forehead. Maybe that's the tribal uh, tattoo you were talking no, about. No, that's what I started with. And these are some serious blowjob lips right here. I'm oh, telling you. For life. That's yeah. <laughs> I started with the scrolly things, and then I moved on from there. <laughs> well, there you go. Um. Anyway. 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 Any who's. Um. Are we taking a break or are we done? I, I think we're done. It's, I think it's done. I yeah. need. Well, there's. I would like to point out that there has been a healthy amount of Jameson being passed around this table throughout the last two hours. So Joel doesn't drink. I didn't say to Joel. I, I said pass it around. Passing it. We can't pass it around. He was the passing. Table. By the gentleman. way, I don't drink or do any drugs. He's either, a gentle by lady. The way. And there are so. many bottles of Stella Artois. Stella Artois. We're all very healthy which American is, uh, individuals, and we don't participate in anything illegal. Which Stella Artois, which the many of you don't know, is that. actually uh, Farsi for shitty beer. I love Farsi. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I know nineteen uh, thirteen sixty six. That's what it says here. It's Italian Belgium. shit. Bel- oh, it's it says strange. Belgium's original. Oh, Belgium. Yes. Oh, That's close to Italy. <laughs> Closer than me. It's nope. close to Italy. Italy. <laughs> you know what the oldest uh, manufacturer in the world is? The East Indian Trading Company? No, uh, manufacturer. Pfizer. The oldest manufacturer in the world is um, Beretta. Guns. Is that right? Yep. Weapons? What do they make? Yes. Guns. They make guns. Like the, the, the first they thing manufacture they manufacture for the Chinese? Uh, no, the, it's, they're the, old, the oldest business they're in the right world right is actually right. uh, an inn in Japan. Okay. The oldest manufacturer in the world is Beretta. And they still have a copy of the first contract that that company ever got um, to I make saw... muskets for the local militia in like Venice in like 1300 something. Um, anyway, sorry, did, seeing the 1366 right. Stella Artois on here. Is that when the brewery was founded? 13, Apparently. 1366? You know, I, I, on a, I don't know if this will be used for your show or not, but an interesting note. I saw the first advertisement that we have discovered mm-hmm. in the history of the world, and that is in a city called Ephesus in Turkey. This okay. I, read it. I, saw, uh, I don't know, but I, it, there's a, there's a uh, it's on the ground. Because people would walk and look down. So it was a carving in concrete. And it was a carving of a left foot, a face of a woman, and a a monetary note underneath. And basically what the advertisement said was on the left-hand side of the road, there is a beautiful woman. No money, no honey. 
It was so, so the so first it was for ad a brothel. was for the, the was, world's oldest profession. It was for a whorehouse, <laughs> and it's in Izmir, Turkey, uh, at a city of Ephesus, which is the book of Ephesians from the Bible. Okay. Um, the city of Ephesus in Turkey. There's a little like tourist area you can walk through, and they actually have the the oldest advertisement in the history of the world is for a brothel. Awesome. Yeah. Come on, it's the it's the oldest profession. Mm. I wonder who um, got paid for fucking sucking dick the first time. I would imagine. Imagine they ran out. Every woman who ever sucked a dick got paid. I just want to say your mother joke so bad right now. <laughs> your mama. <laughs> well, right, hey, I need a cigarette. So uh, we're gonna. Uh, Joel, we're, thank we're you done. very much, bro. guys. Uh, thanks a lot for doing the podcast. I appreciate it. Um, I am JT Foreman. I'm here with uh, Eric Chatham. Yeah. Jeremiah Nation. What up, bitches? And Jeffrey Wallace. Train wreck. We are the Bitter <laughs> Comics, and I will talk to you next week. Whoop whoop. Peace. Peace. Several pieces.